Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, a Friday, the 29th day of September, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. And there's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle here. Kyle is here. Kyle! Kyle! He's waving. All right, what's up, dude? 916-909-0985. That's your phone number. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, is where you can get our podcast. Also stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And on social media, listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, follow. And on YouTube, our channel is at The Bailey Show. That's going on. Once again, last chance, ever clear tickets. Get you those closer to 8 o'clock. We'll do a Friday edition of Game of Tones. Uh, Brandon Kravitz, our fantasy football guru, will join us here at the end of this hour. Uh, Randy Cross, three times, three times, three times. Right? Three times? Yes. Three times, yeah. Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers. He was the guy, part of the dynasty. He allowed Joe Montana to have the ball. They're called centers. <laughs> very, very good friend of mine. Randy will join us for the first time here in Sacramento. So, uh, hopefully for you 49ers fans, you, you'll enjoy that. He's a, a fantastic human being. And uh, we'll just talk football and life and, and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Today also is the last day for keywords for that amazing trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Elani Resort. So the last two keywords from us, at least, will come at 7 and 9-ish, yes. give or take, in or around. So, And then next week, we'll have uh, we'll announce the winner on this show. Yes, that's going to be so exciting. I just, this is a, listen, like, if you've participated in this promotion, and I hope you have, and if you win, don't be a dead rag. Like, don't don't come, like, you got to give us the cliche radio stuff. Like, we get you on the air, you got to hoot and holler and scream and yell, and, like, you're winning a car on a game show. Exactly. You know, I've, I've, I've seen some of these in some of the biggest promotions, you know, something very similar to this, just sometime in my career, and you get somebody on there like, because I like to do it live. You know, I don't want to record it, and I don't want it to be fake and all that stuff, so I want to do it live, but I've had people going, like, oh, that's great. You know, that's cool. I, I could use an island. Thanks awesome. to the radio station right. for yeah, giving me an island. <laughs> So not enthusiastic <laughs> at all. Like you just want a once in a lifetime trip that costs a lot of money. Yeah, no joke. Like get a little excitement about yourself. Exactly. So uh, we'll do that next week. Uh, before we went on the air, <clears throat> the room was trying to figure out Nikki's dream. We're trying to dissect. <laughs> now look, no, I'm, I'm not making fun at all. So to just understand, I am a huge believer in dreams. I, you know, I'm, I'm weird like that. I think, you know, again, my my whole thing about the human body is. That we are just so such a small percentage of what we know how to control. Yep. And that we could. That's why there are people that are better than other people. That that's why there there are some people that are smarter than other people. They're smarter. They can do things because they have found a way to use more of their body than others. They've tapped in. Now I know some people might disagree with me on that. That's fine. Don't care. With dreams, I think they are a subliminal gateway to the future. Absolutely. I really, really honestly believe that, and I'll tell you why. 
When I was in college, my first two years at Wingate College in Wingate, North Carolina, North Kagalaki, when I was playing football there, I had a girlfriend for six years. Mm-hmm. Started dating the first month of high school. This was the girl. I was. We were going to go to college. We were at two different colleges. She was at FAU down in South Florida. I was in North Carolina, and uh, we were going to get through this, you know, being apart because that's the ultimate test. We're going to get married, have a life, have kids, a dog, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And everything was fine, to the best of my knowledge. And for two weeks leading up to this Tuesday evening, uh, I had the same dream. It was a short dream, but it was the same exact dream. This is no lie. Same dream that she cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And a I, reoccurring dream. And I woke up in a, in, a, in a sweat every night with this dream. And I didn't say anything to anybody. And then there was a Monday night. I went to bed, and I was like, here it comes again. Mm-hmm. And I had the, a great sleep. It was a very peaceful sleep. I woke up that Tuesday morning, and I was refreshed. I was like, I felt good. I go, God, I'm glad that's out of my system. That's good. We're getting ready to start taking, like, midterms or whatever it was because that night – I had my buddy who lived upstairs for me. His girlfriend was coming over so we could study for a Spanish exam. That Tuesday night, I get a phone call. I cheated on you. Dang. And to make matters worse, it was with a male cheerleader. Wow. Grind it into my spine, why don't you? <laughs> oh. you know? Nothing wrong with a good So when we're trying to figure out your dream, like I'm I'm honestly trying to help like I, I believe in this stuff no I believe in it too I have a lot of dreams that tell me a lot of things and I don't share it with most people because they think you're crazy or they think you're witchy but I've had a similar situation like yourself where I was dating this guy I had a, a dream that he was cheating I saw him like live in action and I got into my car and I was actually getting ready to go to the radio station back in Atlanta and God because I don't like to say something told me to keep driving. So instead of getting off the exit at the station like I was about to, I kept driving. Now, I didn't know where I was driving to. I drive to this building on the other side of town, pulling to a parking space, like literally just being guided by God. And as soon as I get in a parking space, I sit there for a few minutes because I'm trying to figure out, okay, what am I supposed to be seeing? What's supposed to be happening? Probably two or three minutes after me sitting there, a car pulls into the same lot I'm in. He gets out. A female gets out of the other side, and they walk into this that was your dude. together. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm a total believer. I've dreamed my entire life since I was a child. So what was the dream you had last night? You got to tell people. So last night I had a dream that there was this little girl. She was three years old. She was a black girl. Her mother left her in a hot car, all the windows rolled up, with a 25-foot-long python. And what's even more freaky, I'm about to tell you, I didn't tell you because I I pulled it up as we were going on air. I've been pulling up the dream interpretations because you wanted me to read you out some stuff. The exact snake that I dreamed about is what came up when I Googled it for the interpretation. That's the snake that I dreamed. Yeah, it's kind of a generic snake, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying. There's a lot of (laughs) pythons. Yeah. It was that particular color. So you've got to figure out what what a snake means. Definitely a python because they're mm-hmm. constrictors, mm-hmm. right? So that would be different than like if you had a cobra or right. a rattlesnake, mm-hmm. right? The three-year-old girl in the back seat. Now, that could be you, you know, because you pointed out it's a black girl, so you're going, not that black people dream in black people, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I guess I never thought about that. Right. Like if, if you have a dream, <laughs> you're a white person. Is everybody white in no, your dream? No, I have no? dreams of different races. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm joking. <laughs> But but what I'm saying is that three that three year old could be you. 
Right. It was specific. The fact that she was a black little girl, I felt like that was specific to something. That means something. And, and Nelson has a dream about a three-year-old black girl. She's getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will never hear about that dream. <laughs> <No>. Very weird. <laughs> you guys, I was a three-year-old black girl in this dream. Yeah, if you were, who is the weird? I can't find for the life of me on Google what that <laughs> right, means. <laughs> right. So it has something to do with being constricted. Yep, uh, feeling suffocated yeah. by a person or situation in your life is one of the things that came up. Uh. Um, jealousy, mistrust, retaliation, those are all things that are associated with dream about snakes, period, any kind of snake. Well, I'm thinking, here's, you want to hear my I want to hear my dream interpretation? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like end of days mm-hmm. dream, it's just at the moment dream. Okay. Because I, I don't want any, any ill will towards this person when I say this. Okay. Maybe in the last couple of weeks, your mom has possibly been a little bit more needy than usual, blowing you up mm-hmm. a little bit more than normal, and you feel a little constricted to the point where it's kind of getting on your nerves a bit. <laughs> That would be good if it was true, but she actually has been calling me a lot less the last few weeks. So maybe you dream in reverse. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. you're a dyslexic dreamer. <laughs> you want her to constrict you. Yeah. You I want her to call me more. Yeah. Like, you want, you you invited the constrictor in your car. Uh, hey, Nikki, you remember that dream you had? That was the python. I'll call you back to him. What if she says, you know, for Halloween, I think I'm going as a python. Oh, no. That would be freaky. For oh, no. Sure. I don't know. I thought I think that it might have something to do with my child um, also ah, because she's been in a bad way uh, these last few weeks personally. Drugs and so I've been trying to kind of help her get along. So I, I think it's more maybe I need to focus a little bit more on her. Do you feel like you have abandoned her in some way? And that's why you have imagined this girl to be abandoned in a car. Yeah, because I'm I'm working a lot more. I'm out all the time doing things. She's in a new city. She doesn't have friends. She's miserable. So yeah, for sure. Does TT have anything to do with this? Because I'm thinking maybe the constrictor could be his penis. Oh no, no. <laughs> like would fit the bill. Like has his penis tried to open up a door? No, lately. Not at all. Because <laughs> Rach and I took a walk yesterday in Roseville. I know you live about twenty some odd minutes away, but I think I saw his penis. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> TT's out of this equation. Yeah, you always kind of look at the people closest to you. Mm-hmm. You know, because when a lot of people get all wrapped up and you're, they're, they just assume they're like, oh, it's got to be that person. It's got to be that person. You know, uh, for the most part, you know, if you have an issue at work with a coworker or unless it's your boss and your job's on the line and it's going to drastically change your life, mm-hmm. I don't think that kind of stuff bothers people as much. Like, to the point where they would have a dream about it. You know, it might right. bother you at the moment, but you shut your eyes and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Next day, move on because you just don't care enough for that person. Right. Uh, and it's, it's not a shot. It's just the truth. If they're not in your life, they're not in your life. So you have to look at your nucleus, right? You got to look at the people closest to you. That you're around every right. single day. So the dream is, I mean, let's look at the, the usual suspects. You got Mama D. Mm-hmm. You got Baby Nikki D. Mm-hmm. You got... Baby, ba- man. baby man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you I could got, be suffocating your wallet. And then you got Bailey, which <laughs> baby starts with BA. <laughs> so, I mean, we're we're the top four. Right. right? Yeah, I'm around you guys the most. <clears throat> yeah, the most. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes sense. So now we just got to narrow it down is 
Who's playing the constrictor? Mm-hmm. Who's playing the kid? <laughs> who's playing the mom and who's playing the car? <laughs> All right. Well, am I the car? For a while, I thought I was the kid, but now I think I might be the snake or the car. You know what? Now I'm in your head. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> For the next four hours, you could be thinking, like, what? I was a, a constrictor? Now I'm a car? What? What? <laughs> what just happened? What? Is that a fat joke? <laughs> you just never know. Never you know. You got four hours to figure it out, kiddo. <laughs> are you a car or are you a constrictor or are you a three-year-old black girl? I Maybe I'm all three. <laughs> A combination. I'm very large. I'm very warm. I am choking her out, and I am much like a child. <laughs> all yes, 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 yes. And I want to be black. So, hard yes. Uh, yes. Hard, hard yes, yes on all of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. 916-909-0985. Uh, you want a good story uh, of somebody doing good stuff, especially younger people? What these uh, young girls in Orlando actually did to help with their dog's recovery. We'll take you back a little bit on how you tried to raise money for some stuff back in the day or what you do to push on your kids. Actually, I don't know what it is today. Like, what do you tell your kids? Like, hey, go make your own money. If you want uh, those jeans, you got to – what do you tell them? Because I don't think the same rules apply. Anyway, we'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hey, you remember what you used to do as a kid to raise money? You know, again, going through the generations and the ages on this show. I'm 48. I'm a Gen Xer. And uh, Nikki and Nelson are not far behind, but they're millennials, different mm-hmm. generation, different times still. But I think we all, you know, did the old, well, I don't know, what'd you do? Um, I did chores for sure. That was my main source of income. And then I tried to start me a little freezy cup business at one point. A what cup? A freezy cup. Freezy cup. Yeah, that's where you take different flavors of Kool-Aid and put them in the red cups and freeze them. Yeah. And then sell them. How much you sell them for? 25 cents. Damn, look at you balling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, all, and, of course, you hope for the nice neighbor that doesn't want change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. A, a lot of times I got <laughs> right? a dollar. You want, the chi- <laughs> you want the, hey, look, I'm a charity case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your parents told you to only charge a, a quarter, quarter or, or, or uh, 50 cents, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to get a dollar. Nobody's going to ask for change. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so this story in Orlando, Florida, was the story of Stevie the Golden Retriever. And he got hit by a motorcycle. It was a hit and run motorcycle out in front of their house. The kids saw it. And, you know, it was one of those dogs that was like the neighborhood dog. Everybody Mm -hmm. loved the dog and whatnot. So uh, it was touch and go, punctured lungs, fractured ribs, six days in intensive care. And, uh, you know, that's a a big hospital bill. It is. For those that don't, like, I don't don't even want to tell you the number that I spent for chemotherapy for one of my dogs a couple years ago. But, and I've done this before. I had another dog that died, came back to life. And I just remember the, the neurologist saying it's not going to be cheap, and I remember handing him my credit card, and I said, I don't even want to know the number. Just do whatever you have to do. Oh, that's good. Because I, I'm one of those crazy dog people. My dog, my dad's dog recently got attacked, and they told him it was going to be $5,000 for his surgery, and my dad's like, no way. See, I can't do that. <laughs> it's, money is just not that important to me. It's I mean, like it's a dog. Like, if I can find it, you can have it, as long as you keep my dog alive. So the kids in the neighborhood got together, and they opened up uh, an OG lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. And they, it says they got about $403, which is, I mean, it's sweet. It's it nice. Is. But that's not even going to make a dent. No. It's the fact that she wanted to help out some kind of way to save her dog. <laughs> Always wanted to do the lemonade stand. Never did the lemonade stand. Uh, and, and you know what? Even as a kid, I don't think that I ever, I mean, I the, I the first time I can remember needing money as a kid and making money, I was 12 years old. 
and I needed new tires for my four-wheeler. And you know the story, right? It never gets old. Yeah. And my my mother and I got in this drag-out fight. She was in a bad way because she had just had a divorce from the second stepdad. Mm-hmm. And he had tons of money. And so now she's back to work. She's right. working at this end up, this furniture store in the mall. Now we're trying to make ends meet, trying to figure it out, living above our means because that's how she did it. And so... Uh, you know, I was like, I'm a, just this brat. I'm this punk kid that just didn't understand. I didn't get it. Nothing was ever explained to me. So I'm like, why can't you give me, in the back of the ATV magazine that I, I subscribed to, <laughs> there was an ad, $348 for four tires. That's Boom, it. that's it. Yeah. I mean, this was 19... That's it. 80, Done. 87, 88 or something, right? And I said, uh, you know, what's the deal? Just give me the money. I, I need my four wheel. I got to get around. <laughs> <laughs> you were so bad. Oh my gosh, you need a whooping. So we get in this drag out fight, and she says, uh, she challenges me. You know, I mean, this is like that was when I was 12 and I'm 48, and I act the same way. She goes, Go get your own mic, go find it yourself. I said, All right, bitch, watch this. <laughs> I think I even said that. <laughs> you probably did because you were bad. I, I got out the phone book, I opened it up, yellow, uh, yellow pages. Grocery stores, because that's all I knew how to make money. Mm-hmm. So my mother worked at a grocery store when I was a kid. I figured that's what you do. You become a bag boy. <laughs> uh, pulled up this grocery store. <sighs> Florida Choice, maybe. I don't remember what it was. Called it up. Manager picks up the phone. Hello, my name's Jason Bailey. I'm looking to make some money. I got to buy tires for my four-wheeler. Are you hiring? <laughs> he, goes, <"Can-> <laughs> he goes, can you come in today for an interview? Yes, sir, I can. Mom, I need a ride to the grocery store. I got an interview for a job. What? <laughs> oh my God. I go up there, put on my nice little khakis, whatever. Gives me the job and start working the day after. That's crazy. So there were no child labor laws in the 80s. No, I guess not. <laughs> you could just work at any time. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, is like my grandmother was living in Maryland and she, she came to visit us shortly after. And as I was getting paycheck to paycheck, I was saving all my money. Mm-hmm. So I had this gangster role that I, that, that I put in my little piggy bank. And I remember showing her one day, and then overhearing a conversation, she goes to my mom. She goes, "Joan, is Jay selling drugs?" <laughs> like no one ever believed me that like I did everything I did was above water. It was crap. Why does a twelve year old kid have a wad of money? Old right. sc- old school ways of uh, earning money, like taking chores. There you go. Yep, chores. Helping neighbors with the yard work, uh, clean and wash cars, babysit, pet sit, organize, hold garage sales. Help out seniors, lemonade, hot chocolate, baked goods, uh, take care of people's plants. Shovel sidewalks. Is that on there? No. That's probably like an up north thing, shoveling sidewalks. Yeah, I mean, anything from the Midwest, I mean, from the Mm. mountains over, you would think. I would pay somebody right now, today, a kid in my neighborhood to take care of the leaves in my driveway. Oh, yeah. I have a leaf problem. How much? Ten dollars a, a a leaf thing, a, 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 like a bag. Yeah, ten a bag. Yeah, Maiden man might be interested. <laughs> play online games, a new school way to make money. Resell furniture and clothes. Yeah, playing online games to make money ain't that easy. Okay, trust me, I've tried. I've tried, and I have all of the professional equipment. Play online games, take surveys, start a blog, monetize your social media accounts. Isn't that crazy? How times have changed. Listen, my friend's daughter at the age of 16, bought her own first car, which was a brand new, whatever year it was, Mercedes, and she paid for it cash from her YouTube channel. That's correct. Like makeup probably? 
she was just doing like get ready with me. So when I saw him post that, I'm like, well, what is this girl talking about on her YouTube channel? So I went to look and she was in her room sitting in the bed talking about nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my goodness. Have I talk you about seen, nothing all the time. I could be getting paid for this. Like, no. You know, that's crazy about our job is they want <laughs> no. us. Like, I get I get beat up if I talk about nothing. Right. <laughs> but I try to explain to like try to explain to the powers that be. That's what people want to hear. Nothing. nothing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely it's nothing. it's the Seinfeld theory. Yeah, he's a billionaire because of nothing. It's a show about nothing. That's why podcasts are so popular because they talk about nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, we're talking about something. We're just referencing nothing. Right. I <laughs> uh, get paid to stream on Twitch, sell T-shirts, test apps, and you know those kids that uh, make stupid money playing. It, I I still don't understand this. My son, I think, still watches. Other kids play video games online. Yep, I watch other people play too. video games. That's the dumbest concept. Like, <laughs> my generation was the pioneer for video game machines, right? Yep. And the rule was, even in the arcade, you know, you'd put quarters, you're next. Mm-hmm. You would play a two-player game. Nobody wanted to play a one-player game. Right. You invite friends over the house. Nobody, you didn't invite friends over the house to watch you play Zelda. Nope. You invited them over to play Madden or Techno Bowl. I went over to Nelson's house the other day, and I watched him play a skeleton game angrily. Because people, people didn't, your friends didn't want to watch you play. They're like, no. dude, I'm not doing anything. I want to play too. Now kids get paid for people to watch them play video games. Absolutely. My daughter does it all the time. I'm yeah. sorry. And adults get, watch video games. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Look at his face. It's the most absurd concept I've ever heard in and my entire life. And these new school kids, something they won't do, they won't do chores for money. I have tried to pay my daughter for to do chores for her whole life. She'll clean the kitchen twice a week and think I owe her money. <laughs> that's not how it works. And they'll come back and say, that's all? Right. Right? Like, uh, right. Like a dollar? You're giving me a dollar for what? What's a d- How do you know the value of a dollar? Right. A dollar is a dollar. It's more than the dollar than you had five minutes ago. Take the dollar. It's ridiculous. I need you to do something that's worth a dollar. All right. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Nikki D. I'm going to tell you which way gas prices are teetering in Cali and what type of support animal wasn't allowed into a stadium. All right, get you those. And then still coming up this hour, your first keyword for the Disney trip to, uh, to stay at Disney's Alani Resort, I should say, uh, to Hawaii. And then Brandon Kravitz to do some fantasy football stuff. All right, your first round of headlines here in a minute. Huh? Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, first round of headlines. Here we go, Nikki D. Are you making life decisions at the gas pump? H1. According to California's AAA, statewide average price, 603 a gallon. That's up 14 cents overnight. Gas prices are now topping more than $6 per gallon, Dude. and that's just for regular gas. But it might not be the case much longer, according to Patrick DeHaan, who's head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, says oh, I love that the- Patrick. Patrick, he says that gas prices should start dropping as soon as today with relief arriving next week. And he says this is coming after the California Air Resources Board issued a waiver allowing for the change to winter blend gasoline earlier than usual. This Patrick dude better be right or I'm blowing up his social media if he's got it because I saw that story. I need I need gas. A busy weekend. I already got it mine yesterday. And I was going to go yesterday, and I was like, what would Patrick do? And Patrick <laughs> said to wait. So today. I'm, I'm today. So uh, I when coming to work this morning, uh, I always pass by that Chevron by the radio station here in uh-huh. Roswell. 
This hasn't changed yet. So I don't know when this has happened, Patty, but better change soon because if not, I'm going to be on E on the side of the road and be pretty pissed off at you. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's talking about either because I, I I looked at some other reports that said the prices are going up. So I'm like, are they going up or are they going down? I'm very curious to see. You know, coming from uh, the East Coast in the South where, you know, gas was, it was it was pricey, but nowhere near like this. It's like $4, $3, 4 Really? In the South? Mm-hmm. Le- less than $4, yeah. Less than $4. Wow, I would think it would be even like hovering around 3 where you guys were at based on how usually gas is cheaper in the South. So, you know, when I go to the gas pump, and I usually like go to Safeway because, you know, you get your perks and you get to save a $0.10 cents or $0.20, cents, you know. And I see some of these guys, these blue collar guys, and I just feel for them. And they pull up in these, you know, these big two fifties or something. And knowing that they've got to fill up, not only you know, especially if you're doing lawn work, right? You got to fill up all your equipment. I just wonder what your gas bill is on a on a weekly basis. It's got to be astronomical. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you big old truck, bunch of stuff back there. I mean, my truck it cost over a hundred dollars to fill it up. It would have to be. I, I mean, put seventy in my car. No, that's just silly. So, and it's a Honda. So, right. pe- so people say, "Well, get a, get an electric car." Well, those aren't that cheap. I can't yeah. do the electric thing right now. I'm afraid of being stuck somewhere. <laughs> I think that's the number one fear for anyone that's, <laughs> and I've never had one either. And I, it's one of my fears too. But that's why I'm like, if I do switch over, I, I'm going hybrid. I need a like, yeah. I, I can't jump in the deep end. No, I, I need to tap my foot in a little <laughs> bit. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to plug in at my stabby ass apartment? Nowhere. <laughs> no, there's no outlet. Well, they have. They're getting ready to release. I was told they're getting. Re- there's there's two tiers of charging, right? You have the what is it? The one ten, like your normal socket. Yep. Is that a one ten? Yeah. One ten would be anything you would normally plug in anywhere, and two twenty is like what you plug your dryer into. Right. Then the two twenty obviously is faster. Yes. And you would have to get a different outlet in order to charge it in your garage. Yes. And they have it already exists, but it's not made to the public yet. They have a tier three charger that supposedly can charge your vehicle in a matter of minutes. And it should. Yeah, but it's not made available to the public yet. So that's how they get you. You got to keep upping your tier of charger. Mm-hmm. And I, is it like your cell phone where after a while your battery is going to run dead faster? Uh, that I don't know. I can only See, imagine, that yes. That makes me feel like, okay, I get this much time normally. Now my stuff's running low. And a new battery's like uh, $10,000. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, you, there are some people that think they, they take normal batteries, like AAA. Like, you just got to load up your car with AAA. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God, I talked to somebody like, you know how many batteries that car's going to have to take? There's no way that I'm going to be able to buy all those batteries all the time. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second story. The Phillies told one man, see you later, alligator, H2. Well, when you see an alligator, what's I your run. first instinct? Run. Reach out and touch it? No. no. I mean, you no, lived in no. Florida for a while. So I can go like this. Oh, He's yeah. not going to bite my hand. Boy, that, wasn't that something you should ask first before doing it? A Phillies fan and his emotional support <laughs> animal, so Philly. which is an alligator named Wally Gator, were denied <laughs> entrance to watch the Philadelphia host Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Now he was feel, he was telling them it's a support animal, so he felt like they should let him in. But the rules are for service animals, guide dogs, um, and service animals only. That does not encompass an alligator. Support is not service. No, it's two different things. What what is the rule on, on these animals? I think some people, a lot of people, take advantage of that stuff. Do you have to have like a, a card with you, or just can buy one of those jackets off Amazon? 
Now, for service animals, normally your service animals are registered, and they do come with cards, but people can't ask you for that. Right, I was going to say, they can't ask you for credentials. It's against the law to even ask for the credentials, so I don't know why you have to even have them, to be honest. Mm. But a service animal, you have to let them go wherever the person goes because it's for their health. Like, it normally is monitoring them for seizures or heart attacks, stuff Blood like that. Blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, we know guide dogs are for people that are blind. But these support animals are for people that say they have, I guess, anxiety or mm-hmm. sep- uh, stuff like that. And, and if there are people that need it. I, I, I don't I don't poo-poo the service animal thing, but the people that go to the extremes of the alligator. Or, I think I saw a story one time somebody had a... Somebody had a snake. Service peacock. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Service versus support. Service you need. You need it. Yes. This is silly. You don't need the support animal necessarily. So if if they fly free, why can't I have a support person fly free with me? Like, I I can't go anywhere without my wife. There's no reason. I'm going to just put a little jacket on her. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) She'd look in the little jacket. She would. She's got the She'd look great. Yeah. She had the jacket on. Why? I'm not paying for a ticket. I need her. I got to pet her when we get bumpy in the air. (laughs) 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 All right. Your first uh, tropical keyword. This is the final day to get your keywords in for this uh, promotion that we have. This is a trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort with all the trimmings. Get you that. And our buddy Brandon Kravitz will join us for you fantasy football peoples that are looking to put the right people in the right places and possibly make some cash. Uh, Brandon will be on with us here next. Hang on. 98 Rock. Sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. All right, this is the final day for the tropical keywords for this trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. So the keyword for right now is relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. You take that to 98 Rock's website, krxq.net. You type it in there with the little fingers, and then you are registered for this trip for four to Hawaii. This is at Disney's Alana Resort. Again, this includes round-trip airfare thanks to Southwest. You get a voucher for ground transportation to and from. You, of course, are getting a room. We don't want you sleeping outside, even though it would probably be nice and beautiful. That's four nights there at Disney's Alani Resort. And a $200 resort credit to do as you please. What Nikki tells us is that $200 goes a long way. It does, absolutely. So uh, just go to carexq.net. And put in relax. Don't do it, as Frankie goes to Hollywood said. It's the BS. Thanks for listening. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, Nelson, Kyle in the other room. There on my little Zoom screen is our friend Brandon Kravitz at Brandon Kravitz on Twitter and the Instagram Fantasy Bites podcast at RotoWire. He also hosts the In the Zone weekdays on uh, 6.9 The Game in Orlando from 3 to 6 if you want to catch him online. Brandon, how are you, buddy? I am doing quite well. I see you are not wearing the hat that you were gifted via the mail. <laughs> yeah. You know wow. what? I, I had it out, too, this morning. Um, so last week we had a little bet, so to speak, uh, on, on I think it was it was a Tua, right? It, it, was well, a, it, was two, it was two weeks ago. If we had made it last week, I would have won. But two weeks oh, ago, that's right. yeah, the 70... you only needed a half of football from Anthony Richardson <laughs> to beat Tua on Sunday Night Football, the one okay game that he's had. So far this season. So Brandon went out. He, he stuck to his word, went over and beyond, out of his way, and sent me this uh, really, really cool Better's Edge hat. And I'm not even a hat guy, and I was wearing it. It looked half, halfway decent on my noodle. And I got a big noodle. So I, I, pr- say, I promise a you. IG likes on that one. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're, <laughs> when we do this, I'm wearing my Better's Edge hat. All right? I promise you that. 
Okay. All right. Uh, last night's game, um, just quickly, very disappointing when it comes to fantasy numbers. Jared Goff was a disappointment. Laporta did okay. Kind of a disappointment. Aaron Jones was a total bust. You got some good stuff if you decided to start Montgomery, obviously, which I think a lot of people had on their bench. You know, uh, some of the receivers for Green Bay actually had a pretty decent game, including Reed, uh, you know, Dobbs, and Watson. Okay. Moving on till Sunday. This is week four in the NFL. Who do we like at quarterback this week, Brandon? This is going to make you want to throw up in your mouth, but we got to do what we got to do. Tough decisions are made here. Justin Fields has been atrocious this season. Um, And he was a guy that you might have drafted as a top five quarterback going in. And in August, I would have told you that was a great idea. This is his last opportunity. If he doesn't perform well against a team that gave up 70 points last week in the Denver Broncos, if he can't do it this week and get you 20 fantasy points, he will be blacklisted. So let's go Justin Fields for one last try. And and this is a kind of a tricky game. And Vegas has it at 46 and a half, which is on the high end of point totals for this week with two atrocious teams with Denver and Chicago. But Russell Wilson, I think the last couple weeks, has put up over 300 yards. And so you've got on that side of the ball guys like Javante Williams, who is like a running back two for fantasy football purposes, hasn't really produced a lot. He can crush it this weekend. I mean, he's definitely a start. And same with Khalil Herbert with the Bears. I mean, that's another sneaky pick. So if you're looking at like a DraftKings or a FanDuel or something like that, those guys probably pretty cheap and might produce, right? Yeah, that's a good game to target because these well, these offenses haven't been exactly what or anywhere close to what we expected them to be. The reason these teams are so bad is because of their defenses. The, the Bears and the Broncos, you can do whatever you want uh, against those teams uh, on offense. So, yeah, starting those guys feels like it's going to be a good idea. Of course, bad teams tend to find their way to uh, to trick us at the worst time. So if we're staring at a 12-10 to 10 game at the end of – uh, whatever time frame that game is on, I won't be totally shocked. But yeah, I think that we can target some of these offensive options for both teams. And if they don't do right by us now, we will forget about them forever. Yeah, I that absolutely. Yeah, this is the last opportunity for anybody, and they've got a lot of players on both teams that people drafted. You know, so yeah. you're like, where are you guys at? Uh, DJ Moore, yeah, DJ Moore, Lil Herbert, Judy Sutton, those guys. Yep. All right, so running back, where are you going? I'm going to go back to the well of something I saw last week that I absolutely loved. And just think of what this guy's stat line could have been had the Dolphins actually been trying at the end of that game against Denver. I really think that they found something in Devon Achan. Yes, he has changed his name. Very frustrating for people in the sports media broadcasting business. He's been Devon Achan since he played at Texas A&M. Now, all of a sudden, the guy bursts onto the scene for 200 yards and four touchdowns, and he wants to change the way we pronounce his last name. But look, if you ball out like that, I don't call you Buttercup. I don't care. So let's go Devon A. Chan at running back, going up against the Buffalo Bills. This is going to be another high-scoring game. He received 50% of the work. I expect that to continue, and he's an explosive back. The Bills' defense is pretty good, but they allow some explosive plays. That's how the Dolphins can get moving in Buffalo. And that's the high, that's the big that's the big game this week. That's the game of the week, uh, early game on CBS, Miami at Buffalo with Vegas have it at 53 and a half, which I think they will, if you're uh, a sports book better, 
you would take the over on that. I think without a doubt, uh, it, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fireworks in that. And, that should be a fun one. They would love to flex that into Sunday night. Although now with Taylor Swift showing up at the Jets game, I'm not sure <laughs> if they would make that call. Uh, I don't understand. Can you explain something? Can we sidebar for one sure, moment? Absolutely. I need someone to explain something to me. Yeah, My wife tried to explain this to me last night and it, and it just, it didn't register. Ticket prices have gone up for Sunday night football because Taylor Swift is going to be in attendance. Mm-hmm. Now I must've missed the report where she's performing at halftime. Why have ticket prices gone up 70% because someone's going to be at a game. I know she's popular and famous and I am not a Swifty hater by any means, I, but I don't understand paying extra ticket prices going up because she's there. I don't, because they know more people are going to be coming out specifically yeah, to but see her. He's asking why would they she's come out to see her? She's sitting in a box. She's sitting in a box and she's on it. But here's the thing. You're paying for the chance to possibly get a like or a share on social media by getting a picture of her maybe or maybe not being transported in a popcorn box. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, That's what my wife said, so yeah, we're good. That, Back it's, to fantasy. It's, it's the opportunity to be – in the vicinity of Taylor Swift or yeah. somebody that knows her. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why ticket right. prices are going up. If the NFL is smart, they will put Kansas City on every primetime game that's available because yeah. of the Taylor Swift theory. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I'm just honored to be sitting in the same country as her right now. So, right. You and, know? And, and, We're and, all sort of sharing a, uh, some part of this experience right and what we don't know is our taxes are going to go up because of that reason yeah yeah that makes total sense <laughs> uh wide receiver where are we at brandon all right um, this, uh, this is gonna, uh, another name that i'm going to give to you for the last time because i'm starting to really sound like a ucf homer but that game dolphins bills should be an explosive fireworks show and gabe davis is a guy that is a big play specialist so i expect him to go off in this game, Stefan Diggs would be another one, but I don't need to tell you to start Stefan Diggs. Uh, Gabe Davis is someone I have my eye on. Tank Dell has taken over for the Houston Texans as their number one receiver. He is a rookie out of the University of Houston. He led all college players in receiving yards last year. He has an instant rapport with C.J. Stroud, who's playing great. The Steelers' defense is okay. This is not the Steelers' defense of the 1970s. And uh, let's welcome back Jalen Waddle. If we're going to go back to the Dolphins Bills game for the last time, Waddle back from concussion protocol, and he's somebody that you should be throwing right back into your lineup. And if you talk about daily fantasy, Tyree Kill can run a little pricey. Take the discount with Jalen Waddle. He hasn't had a blow up game yet. It, he is overdue for 150 yards and a touchdown. Also, like the 2 2 Atwell play for the Rams at Indianapolis, you know, some of these receivers that were not on people's radar. When you went to go and, and 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 do the drafts like Tutu or Tank, you know these guys are blowing up and they're getting all the targets. Which you know if you have a you know PPR league, that's 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 more than half the battle right there. Uh, and that Pittsburgh Houston game, you know that will be the test for Houston and CJ Stroud as far as playing a, a team like Pittsburgh. I mean they will be at home. Uh, Damian Pierce, I think, will be once well. He scored last week, but he'll be a bust this week against Pittsburgh front. Is Their, their, their defensive line is not that bad. It'll be the test of C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins and Tank Dell and those guys, I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. I like Texans plus three, by the way, one of my best bets this weekend. Uh, the other high, uh, according to Vegas, total-wise, 48.5 is that Vegas Chargers game. 
you know, Chargers are great. They just don't win, but they put up a lot of fantasy points because they're trying to win. And kind of very similar with with uh, with Vegas and the Raiders. I mean, Devontae Adams last week, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I mean, he and both Keenan Allen were off the charts, uh, top two receivers in fantasy just because of targets uh, and touchdowns, right? So that, for those types of players, should be pretty good. No more Mike Williams for the Chargers. So, you know, this is going to be a test of either a Josh Palmer or Quentin Jackson for the Chargers if you're looking for one of those other receivers, you know? I like Josh Palmer a little bit more. There's already a built-in rapport with Justin Herbert. He is an explosive wide receiver. They got to get that deep ball going if that Chargers offense is going to operate properly. I think part of the issue for L.A. is that you're seeing how valuable Austin Eckler is with him out of the lineup. They just struggle to find that sort of balance to keep the other team off the field. But if you're looking at the backups to Mike Williams with him out for the season, I think Josh Palmer is the play for right now. McKeenan Allen's the number one receiver in fantasy. So if you drafted him in those mid rounds, good for you It is paying dividends early on. And uh, that should be another one of those high scoring games. I like that. If you want to target players from both sides, I think that's smart, but keep an eye out on the injury report. Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a possibility he doesn't play. Uh, we should add, we should try to add, see if you can draft Taylor Swift, pick her up off the waiver wire and we'll start a new point system called Points Per Picture, PPP. Mm. And every time like she's viewed on television, you get a point for your team. Because I think she's... I just like the idea of her kind of like... I put her on the bench because she's not going to collect fantasy points <laughs> unless you change the rules like that. But I like, kind of like the boost of morale. That, you know, <laughs> oh she God. got Travis Kelsey into the end zone last week. I mean, think about all that she could do well, just to sort of up the level of everybody on your squad. It's more of a locker room presence. Well, and aren't we all happy to not be talking about Mahomes' wife and his brother anymore? Well, yeah. It, when you can get Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, look up at the press box and wave. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, to the football purists, you know, all these different sports talk radio shows, you got the older guys that hate this. Oh, they yeah. hate the conversation. And deep down inside, they don't really hate it, but they think because they're an old school radio person that that's what is going to evoke the emotion of the audience and generate phone calls. But, you know, if you sit back and you look at it, you go, it's good. It's better than talking about players kneeling for the national anthem. You know, it's, oh, by a mile. Right. It's a fun. This is awesome. I mean, Taylor Swift is look, she has infiltrated our segment. She, we haven't talked about any other music star. No. No she Sierra. Is so incredible. No. She's been Sierra. famous the whole time I've been aware of her. I guess that's part of fame. But this is another level right now. Ever since she went on tour, uh, it just seems like it's hit a different stratosphere where the only thing I can think to compare it to in my lifetime is Michael Jackson, where there is just it's yes. a mania around her popularity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can hate on that all you want, but you're going to sound like a loser to everybody listening. Well, I'm waiting for her to actually go out there and beat the drum at Arrowhead. You know, when will That'd that when will that happen? Because when that happens, you know, Kansas City needs to start paying her residuals. Right. I hope Kelsey, not that she needs the money, is buying her something nice after the 400 percent Jersey uh, uh, sale jump that he had just in the few days this week when she showed up at the game. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, at Brandon, I think she's doing all right in the uh, bank account department. Right. I agree. <laughs> At Brandon Kravitz on the Twitter and the Instagram, that's K-R-A-V-I-T-Z, and the Fantasy Bites podcast at Rotowire. Thanks again for the hat, brother. Always good having you on. Appreciate your time. Have yourself a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday, all right? Always enjoy the chat. Enjoy right. your weekend. All right, see you, buddy. Take care. Brandon Kravitz. What a good dude. Mm-hmm.
He gets he it. Flashes the hat at you before he gets out. <laughs> I really feel bad. I mean, that dude went over and beyond to send me the hat. Like a lot of times, you make these stupid little bets on the radio, and somebody's like, "I'll send you this." They never send it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the theater of the mind, as we call it. But my man really actually sent it to me. So, all right, let's talk more about Taylor Swift because I want to talk about dating up. <laughs> there is a new trend on TikTok right now, which is. I usually don't buy any of these trends. I think they're kind of silly. <laughs> but I got to tell you, this one's really good because it's very real and very honest and extremely true. It gives you two people from two walks of life that have come together, but in the middle of that line is how we view it. There's the guy side and there's the female side. I'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. Some is the word we all look for. The word some. Mm. For those of you in your car that were very excited just to sing along to Guns N' Roses and Patience as I was here in the studio, the end part, you wait for some in order for it to kick in, and you feel like you know something no one else knows. (laughs) (laughs) Just like there's certain songs where you know the beat, you know the ah, you know the ugh, you know when it kicks in, and when you're singing along and the other person doesn't, there's this feeling of... I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like the that's the top tier, one of the top tier songs, at least in the rock world, where if you know where it kicks in at the end, some yes. is the word. Some. Yes. Some on <laughs> patience. I've been walking. You know, like, yeah. Why did you not know? It was the third one. It's the third. He says yeah. it's the third. <laughs> Get it right. Get it right. Taylor Swift. Very exciting. Monday night football, right? Will be, is it, it's Sunday night football. Sunday, Sunday night, night, Sunday football, night football, yes. playing uh, at the Jets. Chase will be there. Uh, I personally, I think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have been together a lot longer than just last week. For sure. Like I think they're like a week or two away from being engaged. I don't think they're that close together, but yeah, they've been undercover for a little. Minute. I'll make you a bet that they get engaged before the end of the year. I'll take you up on that. Bet. Yeah, they. They're not a, get a woman engaged. doesn't cheer like that for her man like she did last week, unless. Th- there's more going on. She was cheering like this was her husband of 10 years. Right. Or they could be really good friends. I would go cheer my friend on at a game. Now, that was, well, no, they're not just friends because afterwards her arm was around them and they were all lovey-dovey and they're all that stuff. They're getting to know each other is what her camp is saying. Yeah, of course. That's what their camp is saying. Well, I'm telling you what my camp's saying. What's right. your... They're getting married. <laughs> okay. By the end of the year, I'm we'll telling you We'll see who camp's right. So uh, the 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 trend, well, I don't know if it's a trend, but it's going around on TikTok. It's very funny because it's very true. And, you know, it's the concept of dating up. Like, who's dating up here, right? Is it Travis Kelsey's dating up because he's dating Taylor Swift? If I were to ask Nikki D, she would say, absolutely, of course. Yes, he is. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, just because I know of both of them and I know the popularity of Taylor Swift, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. But for most guys that don't give a damn about Taylor Swift or they fight the funk, Right, they right. don't want to know. They're just thinking football and knowing that this is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best, not only just tight ends, well, to play the game, but football players to play the game. Mm-hmm. This is Travis F and Kelsey. She's lucky to be around him. She's dating up because she's with Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's no Gronk. Right. So that's that. Like that's that's the the split argument. So uh, like on TikTok, all these women are at are talking to their husbands. Mm-hmm. And they're they're pitching the they're going well play play me uh, give me T one here's what they're doing. Hey baby, did you see that Taylor Swift stating that football player? Um, his name's like Travis. Uh, Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Oh yeah, I saw that. 
isn't that awesome? She's gonna be like helping him get his career going and like put him on the map. <laughs> Nobody knew who he was. <laughs> he was, he was the looking, night, and now that's all anyone can talk about. Like she's really helping put him on the map. So angry. How can so much nonsense come out of your mouth? <laughs> what are you talking about? I think it's awesome that she's helping him so much. Oh my no, Kelly, stop. Because he's about to get so much publicity too. Because his career didn't explode when he was winning Super Bowls. <laughs> Did he win Super Bowls? <laughs> and the best part of the video is he's in fatigues. He's so, so yeah. like a military, he's a military guy. guy. Yeah. He is so angry at her. Every pause you hear is him staring at her like, "Are you crazy?" And every guy is trying to be a gentleman, and they're like. I don't want to say how stupid you sound right now, but Jesus, Mary and Joseph, you sound like an idiot. Mm. I mean, this this is what the world needs more of, right? Yes. This is fantastic. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know who he was either. So. And you know what? You, that's fine. You, 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 like, no, seriously, that's fine. Yeah, but she didn't know what Gardettos were earlier today either. So, like, you, see, do you know you anything? See, now you're way off topic. We're not even talking about but that. But what do you know? But see, I know a lot. Here, Okay, here's the thing. You, you, got, you, you have to, Nelson... You have to take a step back. There is m- plenty of things Nikki D knows that I've got no knowledge of, nor do you, right? So now you got to kind of generalize it. You got to put it on that universal line, mm-hmm. right? Does everyone in the world know Taylor Swift? Like, if probably about 95%. Right? I would say so, yes. Okay, football is a compartmentalized sport, mainly in the United States. But he right? had a TV show. And he's got a do- he's got a, a show now, too, and he's on his brother's podcast. I just feel like because of the dating show that that raises his Q score, as they would say in Hollywood, enough that you would be able to know who he was. The cool thing to do for a guy from a guy, especially probably from the radio side of things, is to go, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Right. You know, it's a, she's lucky, to, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. This girl is the highest grossing artist of the modern generation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's nobody that's going to, I mean, including Guns N' Roses, including yes. Beyonce. I mean, she's just crushing everybody. Mm-hmm. She, she will one day likely be the highest selling artist of all time. Like, Albums-wise, even in, a, in an era where no, albums don't get sold anymore, she is still selling albums. She'll she, be a billionaire before she's 40. She will be in the same breath as Michael Jackson, yes. Garth Brooks, uh, The Beatles. Yes. You know, Rolling, I mean, she's going to be there. You know, Like it or not, it's just it. And it's because she's so likable. That's the thing. It's not only is she a talented artist. You might not like her music, but the way that she's strategically treated her fans. I mean, this girl invited her fans to her house. She made cookies mm-hmm. for her fans so they could listen to one of her albums in a private... Who else does that? Nobody. She used to write handwritten she letters... She still does. ...to people who come backstage. And I don't mean like famous people who came backstage. If you got meet and greet passes, at least up till the Red Tour for sure, if you met her and she had a, any kind of comment with you, not only would she have someone remind her if she didn't remember herself... But she would write a personal detail and then mail you a letter. Oh, wow. Give me another one of these. Give me T2. Did you guys hear about that football player that, like, well, like no one heard of him? And then he, he literally goes, like, starts dating Taylor Swift. 
and like now everybody thinks they know him. If you know football, you know him. He was he's a huge star. No, he's like a nobody. No, he's not. He's no one Kels. even knew who the no one Kels. even knew who the guy was. Oh my gosh, Jess, oh, Jess, don't say that. Oh, she put him on the map. Oh my god, are you guys serious? He <laughs> has won the Super Bowl last like two, three years. He's no, one of the best football players. He's one of the best tight ends ever. Oh my goodness. Are there any <laughs> no. <laughs> the gaslighting. I mean, who's Travis Kelsey? Who's <laughs> <laughs> dating Taylor Swift? Stop. I literally, I literally heard somebody say, like on TikTok, that, like no one who he was like a little, like one of those people they add in mid game, like because he sucks. <laughs> You know, you know what this is? This is a social experiment to exploit how we guys are. Uh-huh. Yeah. We it's work. Every both of these pieces of audio that you've heard are guys trying to protect their women. By go, don't don't say that. Don't 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 please 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 don't go out there and say because I do the same thing to my daughter. Like yesterday we had a conversation. I'm like, that's that's not true. It's not just SEC schools. You know, there's other schools that do I don't Please don't go say that. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably filming the whole thing. All right, give me one more quickly. T3. Mm-hmm. That guy that Taylor Swift is dating, uh, what's his name, Travis Kelsey? Does she, like, put him on the map? Like, I didn't know who he was. I had no idea who he was, and now he's, like, everywhere. Everyone's talking about him. It, like, all it took he's was. He's on podcasts. He's on all kinds of commercials. For what? Being Taylor's boyfriend? <laughs> No, he's gonna. He'll go in the Hall of Fame, probably the best tight end ever played. In. And for being Taylor Swift's boyfriend, right? Does that like play into the factor for the Hall of Fame? He's actually like a good football player. He put her on the map. <laughs> he put her on the map. Taylor Swift. No, he did not. Dude, nobody even goes to Taylor Swift anymore. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. I don't know about that, dog. <laughs> these are great. They're phenomenal. Can we repost these? I know we don't really use our TikTok all that much. Can we repost these on our yeah on our other social? Mm-hmm. Those are great. Those are funny. <laughs> Nobody even knows her anymore. You know, these two, Kelsey and Swift, are sitting back and laughing about this entire all thing. All the way to the bank. Have to be. They are just loving every second of it. Because the entire world is playing into this, which is fantastic because mm-hmm. we're having fun with it. Yes. But there are some people taking this very, very seriously. Right. Very serious. Serious stuff. All right. Second round of headlines, then we'll get you Everclear tickets to do Game of Tones here at the uh, top of the hour. Nikki D, what do you got? I'm going to tell you who's getting a raise in Cali and where a wedding turned into a funeral. All right. Get you that here in just a minute. Right. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all All right, here we go, friends. Second round of headlines. Nikki D. Governor Newsom explains his decision for increase. H3. Some of you that were fired, some of you that were rehired at lower wages, we saw the abuse, we saw the inequities in terms of the wages and the treatment, and we realized we had a responsibility. California fast food workers will be paid at least $20 per hour starting next year. I think it's April the 1st under the new law signed yesterday by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. And he was in a press conference saying why he felt like it was necessary to do so. Most fast food workers right now make about $16.60 per hour. Damn, that's a lot of money. Under the poverty line. 
Yeah, well, even twenty bucks. I mean, we did the math, you know. When yeah, that's still under the poverty line, but it's a a little bit of a boost for people that are in the fast food industry that are adults and paying bills. Yeah, but that you know, again, going back to the conversation of, you know, a job and a career. If you're, you know, there's certain jobs that you aren't supposed to make a lot of money. I'm just playing devil's advocate. You know, if you make too much money at what would be a job and not a career, do you want to make now a career out of working at a fast food restaurant? Yeah, that's how they turn into managers and store managers and then general managers. Oh, don't get me wrong. Look, I had a buddy I went to middle school with, Mm -hmm. worked at McDonald's. I think still to this day he works at McDonald's. He made a career out of it. Yeah, I have several friends that's done it. Um, They they did it at Wendy's. Both of them now are general managers. Right, yeah, and you worked your way If you can embrace it and that's your thing and you're good with it, you're like, dude, I'm living off some Big Macs the rest of my days. <laughs> I get free food. They get free food, right? Some some will get like a free shift meal. Some of them don't. Technically, you don't, but really, you do. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of stealing some burger Technically, patties. Technically, they give us like some kind of discount, but we never pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean that on McDonald's? Some fast food places will give you a don't, free meal. Don't tell me you work at a fast food. You're not working at Wendy's. You're not. When no, nobody's looking, putting your mouth up to that frosty machine. <laughs> Because that's like, that's on the list. Don't tell me you don't want to put them lips up to that frosty, frosty hole. (laughs) All right, second uh, story. A family went from celebrating to mourning in seconds. H4. (laughs) This man making an unthinkable discovery in the rubble, the burned remains of his mother's clothing. This is one of the most horrific stories I've seen ever. A new video surfaced from inside a horrific fire that took place at a wedding recently in Iraq. Over 100 people were killed, and this is what happened. You know how people have those uh, pyro fire machines now that shoot the fire out at weddings? Most people do this at the end of their wedding, and they do it when they're outside. The bride and groom are walking out. Well, this couple had four of these machines inside of the building and they had the the fire go off at once and they were in the middle dancing immediately the fire hits the flowers that's on the the top of the ceiling and the whole thing catches on fire real quick i mean they didn't have time to even get out a lot of people well a lot of people stood there and watched because there's footage of it actually happening Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that stood there and watched but you have to think this is it was a really big room yeah so in if you weren't paying attention, because I think they were doing the first dance. They were doing the first dance. So yep. if you, you know, if you got jobbed and you got an outside table and you know you're not that important and you're talking to somebody, you're not paying attention. You're going to get stuck in that corner, and that mm-hmm. audio that you heard is just heartbreaking. That uh, the son, he was a man, but he, he went in through the rubble and he found his mother's clothes yes. that were burned. And I mean, he's just—I mean, you can imagine. But like, you got to be smart. Like, if you're getting married, just be smarter than like. Don't have fire. the fire going off inside of the building. Yeah. My friend did that at her wedding, but it was outside. We all were standing outside. Her and her husband walked through. The fire goes up. It's pretty. Yeah. Do it outside. Why do we need pyro at a wedding? <laughs> because you know every guy, everybody has to be bigger and grander than the next thing or the next party. That's why we have these gender reveals. Yeah. It's a new thing. Well, those gender reveals are pretty stupid. They are. Yeah. But he's asking why, and this is why. People want bigger, grander. Yeah. You're not Shawn Michaels or Metallica or Motley Crue. You just get married. Just and say, that's all planned out by actual pyro guys. I mean, my best friend. These aren't. These are like you, you, put them, you put them up to. I think these you put up yourself. Well, that's right? what I mean. Like, 
Shawn have- Michaels has a team of technicians run by the WWE who are licensed pyrotechnic artists. No, these are normally just some companies bringing them out and they're pushing a button and I, they. Actually, I think you can buy them yourself, like on Amazon. Oh my you god! Can. Yeah, and I just do it, it yourself. I don't yeah. doubt it. My friend says he swallows fire. We're gonna bring him out. <laughs> just got out of rehab. He's good though. It's fine. Jesus. Where are you getting married? Mattress store. <laughs> Gas station. Things should be. Things should work out well. Uh, Everclear will be here October thirteenth at the Quarry Park Amphitheater. They'll be with the Ataris and the Pink Spiders. This is our last pair of tickets for this week. Do you want them? You can have them. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We will do game of tones. Nelson will play noises, sounds, tones, if you will. You can pick either me, Team Bailey, Team Nikki D, or Team Kyle. To be your player, we'll buzz in if we know the answer. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will win for their players. So, pick your favorite action figure. First come, first serve. Start lining up. 916-909-0985. And the category this week, Nelson, is? Legends. Legends. I'm assuming to pay tribute to our legend, our friend, Mr. Pat Martin, on his final day. Indeed. Homage. Homage. Or as Nikki would say, Homage. 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 What up, homage? (laughs) Put it up top. Give me some homage. What's up, my homage? What up, my homage? You know that quarterback for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, love him. (laughs) All right. Need some players. Again, 916-909-0985. Game of Tones here in a minute. And thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Good morning. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle in the big room. Do a round of Game of Tones. Everclear tickets uh, up for gla- uh, grabs. will be with the Ataris and Pink Spiders. A great lineup. Quarry Park Amphitheater on October 13th. So, well, that person just dropped off. Damn. Uh, Mike in Roseville, you got uh, Nikki D, it says. Is that true? Yep. All right. Hang on, my friend. How are you? You good? Life's good? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks. Right. Sounds like you're doing good. That makes me happy. All right. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. I need somebody for Ryan. My person just dropped off. I mean, uh, Kyle. This is Ryan. Ryan, Sacramento. You got me, right? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. You okay with having me to be your player? I didn't win last week. Uh, I think you'll do great today. Oh, see, look, oh, look at that. I swear to God, you people in this city are so sweet the and so <laughs> damn really nice. nice. Yeah. All right, Ryan, hang on. Uh, my guy for Kyle, who actually you won last week. I did. And right. then he dropped off. I did. He was so excited to have me as his player and then just bounce. All right. So if you call in and uh, I will just, I'm not going to have time to take you during the, the, the bit, but if you're just, the phone's ringing and Kyle, Kyle's not going to win, but if you do call <laughs> and he does win, you, I'll give you the ticket That's set. It's rigged. Okay. Well, this one is because you won last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm not supposed to tell you that. So don't oh. be too disappointed. Okay, cool. 916-909-0985, the category... Legend. Legends, because of our good friend and Sacramento radio legend, Mr. Pat Martin, is retiring today as his last day on the uh, on the air over at the Eagle. It's a big to-do here at the radio station. We have shirts on and everything. Very excited for our friend, Mr. Pat Martin. Yesterday, if you missed our conversation that Nelson totally screwed up uh, with the big send-off, feel free to go to our podcast on the audience. Did you hear that, Kyle? No. Yo, that's what you're going to do. I was preparing for my show. What a joke, man. I had this whole thing set up for the send-off. Sounded great, by the way. For him to intro, Pat, intro the first song he ever played. Which he did. Which is Guns N' Roses, 
Paradise City. Hit the post? And he yeah, hits the he post. Sure yep. It, oh, it even course. did the old uh, call letter, everything. And then like a great team, we congratulated him right afterwards. But instead of going into the song and letting the song play, Dum Dum pulls the song down. Nobody gave a crap about the song. They wanted they to hear did. Pat Yeah, Martin. no, I, yeah. I'm with Nelson on this. I don't care. I'm just okay. telling you. That's not, that's not the way I wanted it. <laughs> Give a damn what you people say. It's 98 Rock the BS. Your name, please. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, you're getting Kyle, okay? Awesome. Thank right. you. You okay? You good? Everybody else is good. You good? Yep. All right. Good. All right. Excellent. Everybody's happy. All right. Your buzzing sound, Nikki. <laughs> Fave. And Kyle. Mark. All right. Mine is woo! <laughs> Don't screw this up. Oh, God. Here we go. Right out of the gate for two points. Can you tell me this tone? Woo! Fave. Bailey. That is, uh, that is, uh, Fave. Jimmy Hendricks. And that would be incorrect. Fave. Fave. Nikki D. Well, you got to say it after I put it back up. It's, you I don't get an attitude. It's come together. Yes. Bye. Jesus. Just give me Five, one point. Right four, now. Woo. Three. Two. Woo. Green Day. No, and the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. And that would be correct. <laughs> Kyle could have gotten in on that one, as you notice back and forth, if you just start saying your buzzer over and over again. Yeah, I was first... waiting for the buzzer to come back. Oh, no, no, you just, it's or all the, right. The, would the you have taken Gavin Rosdale? He does an amazing. I would not, because that was not the Gavin Rosdale version. Had I played that version, I would have. All right, mm. go ahead. How about this tone? The flu hit Michael before game five. Whoa. Bailing. Mm. That was Michael Jordan. That would be incorrect. Mm. Does not have room service. Kyle? That's Stuart Scott. The legendary Stuart Scott. Oh, he's talking about Michael Jordan. He sure is. Stuart Scott. Scott. <laughs> difficult. <laughs> great. Stuart Scott was the best. Uh, Orlando guy. The great. Right. Cool's out of the pillow, baby. How about this one for just one point? You feel you've been rehabilitated? Faith. And that would be Nikki D by hair. The shots ain't redemption. That is absolutely correct. Wow. <laughs> What a pull. Morgan I was going to say Morgan Freeman. Well, the Morgan Freeman, the legend in that scene, but we didn't even get to the Morgan. Or John McCollum. That was the actor that said that. Fair. No, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> How about this tone? Hey, that's my character. Me. I'm the tra- that would be Kyle. Kramer. Ooh, that's incorrect. Oh, that sounds all, over the, all over the ring. And then Me. I start eating Got to wait a couple of seconds more for you to get back in. Matt. Matt. Kyle. Danny DeVito. And that would be correct. Danny DeVito. I can't hear it. You guys are talking over. Like you said. You can hear it. <laughs> you didn't get the point. Shut your hole. <laughs> How about this tone? What do you think the chances are of... Uh... Whoa. Bailey. Jim Carrey. And that would be correct. Ah, dang. All right, bitches. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, you, now you, you got them all riled up. <laughs> How about this tone for two points? Oh, and that's Kyle by a hair. That is hypnotized right. by Notorious B.I.G. And that would be correct for two points. That's a wow. Christmas. Wow, that was like photo finish between the three of you. How about this tone? Whoa. Hey. And that would be Bailey. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Answer is Price is Right. And that would be correct. Yeah, I did that. Bob Make Barker, sure. the legendary really host the of Price is Right. He's stalled till he can remember. <laughs> He's got five seconds. <laughs> How about this tone? Do you want a chocolate? Whoa! Bailey. First cup. That would be correct. It's up. It's up. Get some. How about this tone for two points? 
Whoa! Bailey. <laughs> Please. That's poison. And? Oh, uh, every rose has a storm. There you go. Just, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like, is he not good? Is he going to split the points on this? I'm sure about to steal it. <laughs> How about this tome? Can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Whoa! Bailey. You looking for the movie? I'll take the movie or the legendary actor. All right, that's Jack Nicholson. Okay. And that's Anger Management. And that would be incorrect. Mm-hmm. But we but don't get two points. Don't yeah. need two points on that one. That's from Batman. Batman. Oh. Batman. Would you, have, have you ever danced with the devil? In the pale In the moonlight. moonlight. How about this tone? What is kettleball and why are you training? Whoa. Hey. And that would be Bailey. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Correct. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> He's locked in. That's Pat Jack. How about this tone? My partner tells me that your crew switched to a P2P cook because of our success. You dye your meth with food coloring to make it look like And that'd be Kyle. Brian Cranston. And that is correct. So I'm guessing you'll take either. I will take the legendary actor or or the the legendary show that they're a part of. Good information six minutes ago. I have already given you points for actors and movies at this point because you said Jim Carrey, not Dumb and Dumber. This is his. Just my bad. Yeah. Right. Just shut up. My bad. Did I use a big word? Not yet. It's coming. Demonstrative. Here it comes. (laughs) Osteoporosis. How about this tone for two points? Hey. Nikki D. That's Aretha Franklin. And? Respect. And yes, put some respect on her name for two there points. Your ability to guess a song after half a note is unbelievable. <laughs> she did a good remake. I know my music. And she's like, I got it. That's a good remake. She did a good remake mm. of that song. But that is correct. The actually. original was better, though. The original no, it was wasn't. <laughs> How about this tone? Oh, you mother. <laughs> Meh. That'd be Kyle. Denzel. Training yes, day. it would be training day. Oh. Denzel. Denzel who? I'm sorry. Washington. Oh, okay. I was just making sure. I'm going to run cases on all you. Yeah, just dial mm-hmm. it back. I don't mm-hmm. have so much delay. You're profane in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's the score, by the way? Uh, you have eight. I have four. Kyle has six. Okay. How about this tone? Faith. Boom. No, That'd you're not going to get this. D. Mash. What? Mash oh is correct. Oh, my God. Let's go. I'm playing with a real Let's my grandma go. watch Mash every day, baby. That's unbelievable mm. work. She is a soldier, though, too. You know what mm. I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like she's got an inside leg on that. Okay. How about, th- <laughs> How about this one for two points? Faith. Boo. Nikki D. That's Nirvana. And? Teen Spirit. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Did you man? Come here. That's Kyle. I'll give it to Kyle. He's stuck. I tried to buzz He's in, but I started laughing. He's still- Your time starts now, Kyle. Five. Come as you are. And that would be correct. <laughs> I was wondering what. I got distracted by you. I mean, I. I, <laughs> I knew the words were come as you are, but I thought the song was called Teen Spirit. It's fine. Sm- I'm Whatever. just like. At least I knew. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, it smells, but. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't even get a woo out when I'm working. The way that she acts when she knows like, an artist from this radio station is phenomenal. <laughs> How about this tone? I'm on no sleep. No sleep. Whoa. Hey. Oh. Bailey. The Seinfeld. And that yeah, is correct. Is. Jerry. Yes. Why did you get the show? Yeah, which Seinfeld? <laughs> which Seinfeld? Not, not Haley? No. It's Steinfeld. I was going to say, isn't there a T yeah, on that? there's a T. How about this tone? You know who we are? 
We're associates of your business. Woo! Mm. Bailey. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that it is, is correct. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction would also be correct. Thank you, but I do not need help. He do not need it at all. I do not need it. I didn't don't think not. you needed help. I was just oh. saying it for my own conscience. How about this tone? From Dallas, Texas. Whoa. Bailey. John F. Kennedy. That would be incorrect. <laughs> Died at 1 p.m. Oh. Kyle. Walter Cronkite. You that would be correct. Couldn't use the Beatles or John Lennon. Let's use that one. It's like the most famous Walter Cronkite clip. Hey, I don't need No, help. it's not. John Lennon would be. You think that's more? Yes. Absolutely. For for Walter Cronkite, yes, I do. I think more people would associate Walter Cronkite with announcing John Lennon on Monday Night Football versus that. God, I would love to take a poll of that. I would I'll love to put that poll. up as a poll. Right yeah. upside your forehead. <laughs> oh, that was going to be a better Mushroom poll. poll. Oh. Oh. What's the score? Am I winning yet? You have 10. I have six. Kyle has eight. All right, got oh. Two minutes, 120 seconds. Okay. How about this tone? Kill those three Wall Me- Street. Wow. Kyle. Is it? Oh, oh. Jonah Hill. No. <laughs> no. You're going to kick yourself after you. You're serious, aren't you? You're telling us you killed those three young men on the Whoa. subway? Well, that's Robert De Niro. Yeah, that would be is. Robert De Niro. I would give yeah, you that. Is. I would have also accepted Joaquin Phoenix, which is the name you were looking for in Joker. Two legendary actors for place of one in that clip. Brutal. How about this tone? Got to get off this rock, Chuck. Faith. Nikki D. Got to get off the rock. Five, um. Dang, we already did Tom Hanks, didn't we? Two. Castaway. It's not the Castaway movie. Hey! Bailey. That is Sean Connery, and that is incorrect. Kyle? Leo DiCaprio. That is Leo DiCaprio, yes. And Shutter Shutter Island. Shutter Island. You need help on that one. You're welcome. No, I don't want help because Shutter Island sucked. Weird weird, weird movie. Weird movie. Shutter Island was great. You're going to use a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Shutter Island, and not Titanic or Growing Pains? Right. Yeah, I did. I'm not going to have my clips called into question. I've never even seen that movie. Okay. One minute left. How about this tone? Whoa. Kyle. ACDC. Four. Three. Back in black. Faith. Faith. Correct. Mm-hmm. Nikki D. Thunderstruck. Oh. That is correct. Yeah. Right at the beginning. Damn. What a dummy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let me digest for a second. Okay, go. All right. How about, <laughs> how about this tone? Here it is. There goes a runner. Hey, a line drive off the pitcher. Whoa. Bailey? Three. That is Hank Aaron. And that's correct. Man. Kyle. Harry Carey. And that would be Harry Carey. Why would you not do the seventh inning stretch? <laughs> Why would you just have him pull the play? Well, oh there's God. now a tie. Bailey has 11 and Kyle has 11. All right, last one here. Last one. Thank you for that. Last one. Last one. Watch. He's going to rig it for him. Watch. No, I'm not. That's what he does. I can see it. No, I'm not. How about this tone? Man. Whoa. Eminem. Kyle. That's correct. Whoa, wait for two points. Five, four, three. The real Slim Shady. Oh, nope. he did get it. This is the real Slim Shady. That's true. No. He still won anyway. My name is. No, this is the real Slim Shady. Because I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. All oh you other Slim Shadies are just imitating. So I'm the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. Please stand up. You were not supposed to win that, Kyle. Really? Really, Nelson? What? Now I gotta look at him. Look at me. He won. It's my favorite musical square. artist of all time. Stop rigging Shh, stuff I'm all not the time. Anything. Why I are have... you so angry at him? Oh my God. Just as like, long as I don't win. Supposed to I win. Have... See, this, this... Other people can win. See this team that you've created. Oh. 
because she loses every week. She gets upset. Social media beats her up. This guy <laughs> from out of nowhere comes in and yeah. cheats. That's a Tony tone. That, that is a Tony, Tony tone, Kyle. It is, but the... I know. Oh, oh but you know what? Week. You're gone next week. Gone, and it resets. <laughs> Got to reset, dude. Oh, no. Sorry about oh, you. No. I'll tell you this. I'll make you a deal. Okay? You can possibly win the Tony Tone Tone World Heavyweight Championship of the World, but you have to find a replacement, a proxy, for you to play next week. Oh. If you can do that. Then they can compete for his Tony Tone Tone? Then they can compete for your Tony Tone Tone. Okay, so it's if like. If not, okay. we reset. Oh, my God. Two birds, one stone. And you're Love out. Wow. God, you're okay. good. You know what? You're good. Damn good. Some <laughs> would say the best. Best. God, you're good. What's your name again? Billy, right? Bobby. Bobby. That's One what I said. Bobby. My guy. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. 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 Uh, Everclear. You're- you, Kyle, even though they were trying to rig it. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. You're the best. Shut up. <laughs> 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 You're going to see Everclear Quarry Park Amphitheater October 13th at the Ataris and the Pink Spiders. RocklandQuarryPark.com for tickets for everybody else. Thank you for listening, sir. You hang on, all right? Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. And I want people to make sure they understood that I got thunderstruck in Nirvana. You did. did. So stop sending me messages on Facebook. You did. Was very. That's why I missed one. That's why I would have won because I was in awe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. He would have been up one point at the end. (laughs) I was in awe. I was in awe. (laughs) You. Nelson has to make a life changing decision. Uh huh. This is what the doctors are telling him. They said you got to do this, or else. I'm probably gonna die. So we need to have a very serious conversation. Okay. I don't know if I can make it serious, but I'm going to try to be as serious it's as possible. It's going to be serious. All right. I see your serious face. Okay. I personally don't think this is a good idea, but mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. We'll tell you what the doctors are saying. I mean, that's if you like Nelson. If you don't like Nelson, then you don't care. And, <laughs> and that's fair. That's I, fair. I will be honest with you. We do have a plan B, Nelson, on deck. <laughs> wow. Just in case the doctors are correct. <laughs> All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. So, Nelson, tell me, how does it feel? Because I have not yet to experience this. I'm sure I will at some point in time. Maybe not the same, but something similar. You go to the doctor, and the doctor looks at you and says, Look, kid, you've got to do this, or things are not going to work out well for you. Uh, They've been saying it for a long time, so I'm kind of desensitized to it. So you just think they're lying to you? Uh, no, it's just that I'm the it's type. Conspiracy. No, I'm just the type that I don't ever do anything until something bad has happened. I'm very reactionary. Okay. And nothing, somehow, like nothing majorly bad has happened to me based on the things that what we're about to talk about. Well, your doctor's told you what? You need weight loss surgery. Yeah, he's recommended strongly weight loss surgery because I went in, got a doctor. They put me onto their another doctor. So this is, a, now I have a team. Of doctors. Wow. Wish wow, we made that kind of money. Damn. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm going to get charged out the whatever for it, but I'm on their I'm part of their weight loss counseling program now. Wow, look at you. Mm-hmm. And getting so, involved in the community. Right. Well, <laughs> some community. It's Davis is where I go to get medical help because I couldn't get anything in sacks. So you're pushing what, four bills? I'm over four. four you're over I'm four, four bills. 412. All right. And the fattest I've ever been is 420 pounds. So I'm eight pounds shy of that. So they leave it up to you, of course. Yeah, because I originally pursued, I wanted to pursue uh, the weight loss drugs you've been hearing a lot about. The semiglutide. Wagovi. Ozempic. Ozempic, yeah. Yeah, Ozempic. Here's the thing, though. With those, you have to take them for the rest of your life. Which makes sense, because they suppress your appetite. 
Same thing with testosterone maintenance. Like, mm-hmm. it's very tough to get off of it, which I'm on. Um, I mean, you can, but you'll see a, a drastic change. Sure. But you could do the diet stuff like, you know, semaglutides, the, the latest and greatest. It's the flavor of the week. Uh, I can't do it. And by the way, just FYI, if you are looking at taking semaglutide, uh, they usually don't tell you this. And that is if you have acid reflux, it will make you feel like you're dying, like your esophagus closes up. So mm. I, I tried it once, and I was like, I'm out. And then they're like, well, it eventually goes away. I'm like, I can't even go uh. there. But also HCG, if you have the willpower to do 800 to 1,200 calories per day, you know, that works really well, you know, and if you're okay with needles. But, you know, the, the weight loss surgery, you, like, you don't have to take it. Like, there's people, and I said this yesterday, I think we kind of mentioned this, is that they have like thyroid problems. And and there are people that there's just no possible way, has nothing to do with willpower really. It's just their body cannot lose the weight. So this is the only thing they can do or they're going to die. I mean, you see all these different shows on TV. It's like I'm fat and I'm 80 or whatever those shows are on like TLC and stuff. And so with you, you can do it. But you don't have the willpower. Well, let's let's back that up a little bit. I've done it in the past, and I'd like to give you something that I was told by the doctor. I that, see a scowl from no. Nikki's face. Just, I'm, I'm just listening to what he has to say. I have been given new information that I didn't realize, and I don't think is is something that's widely talked about. And what he said was, when I've been when you've been as heavy as I am for as long as I am, i.e., anything over 35 BMI, after an extended period of time. Your body resets what it calls the ground floor for weight. So although I can eat a restrictive calorie diet and exercise and I will lose weight, but as soon as I go back to even a 2,000 calorie recommended daily diet, my body will start to pack on fat again because it thinks it needs to because of the years that I've been above that 35 number. Mm. You're not going to believe a doctor. Well, I do believe that your body resets, but you can reset and reprogram your body. Okay. Well, I was 298 pounds in the summer of uh, 2021. But see, you're not even attempting to do the other things. That's the thing. Like you're just jumping into the surgery. See, I don't. I'm. I'm going to disagree with you on that one because I have done it. Of course you are. Well. But you you always tell me I can't talk about what I have done. But what I have done is done it and failed and done it and failed and done it and failed. Okay. If you raise your voice, you so need to calm down. What take I'm, a step back. What I'm saying take is. Take a breath there, big guy. Th- I have avoided trying weight loss surgery for decades. They have been telling me this, that maybe you should look into weight loss surgery since the late 2000s. But wouldn't you feel, what's that? I was going to say, because it's going to help you lose the weight regardless. doesn't matter. keep it off. Right. But, well, you, but you, still, you still have to do things. You've got to change your lifestyle. And Agreed. you've done such a good job lately of tweaking your lifestyle. It's not about a, uh, a, a drastic knee-jerk change. I mean, some people can do it and some people can. But take the best that's available. And you've done such a great job over the past couple months of tweaking your lifestyle. You stop smoking, mm-hmm. you stop smoking weed, mm-hmm. you stop drinking. You but know? I put on weight. All the things you're supposed to do and lose weight afterwards, I have packed on pounds. But what you're not doing is eating properly and you're definitely not exercising. You know, nutrition's like 65 if not 70% of it. You know, and then the other part, the 30% is you got to get out, get at least, you know, 30 to 60 minutes of a good sweat in a day. That's true. And if you do those two simple things, you know, and everybody comes up with excuses of why they can't do them. 
versus why you can do them. You know, I mean, that's all you're full of. You're full of excuses. That's all you got. Well, you are. I mean, that's all you hear. Everything that we just discussed, it was a reason why you couldn't do something and what you used to do. But because he knows himself, I think that's why you're considering now having this surgery. Yes. Because you know yourself and what you're going to do and not do. Mm -hmm. But you you get that surgery. I've known many people that have gotten the surgery for numerous reasons. You've got hangy skin. So what's the next step? You go to constructive surgery, you know. Do you do that? If I lose the weight normally, I'm going to have hanging skin. I have been morbidly obese more than 60% of my life. Yeah, there that's is what no told me last week. There is no weight loss that I'm going to do that I am not going to have flabby, flappy skin hanging off of me. Well, that's half true. How is it half true? Because you can gain muscle and replace it. I'm not going to gain muscle to the size that I You're talking about me then becoming a Mr. Universe. No, I'm not. To fill up the size of body that I'm in. Look, if we're going to live in the past, I'll tell you that is a false statement. I have a buddy actually made national news very close to your weight for a very very long time. That's all we knew him as. Bob the broadcast builder is huge. Actually looked just like you, like face and everything. Nicest guy in the world. He was huge. He literally made a knee-jerk reaction. Right. Cold turkey changed everything. Lifestyle. He started running, bicycling, whatnot. He's got some flat. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of muscle, but his cardio is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, was on uh, Today Show and, you know, because he worked at Universal Studios. Are you saying he doesn't have loose skin? He does, but he's turned a lot of it into muscle. I mean, he's not jacked by no stretch of the imagination, but he doesn't look goofy is what I'm saying. Okay. You know, you're oh yes. That's why I said he's half true. You're always going to have that. Mm-hmm. Unless you have the surgery. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But the other half of that is turning it into muscle. Absolutely. If you do something about it. So if you do the surgery, do you think once the weight starts coming off, you may start working out? I believe I'm going to start working out before that. I have to. Like, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I go today and called the doctor and said, let's do it, I cannot in no, no quicker than six months from now get the surgery. Did he say anything like, if you don't do it, this is going to happen? That my joints are going to start breaking down. That it's amazing that my joints haven't broken down. I'm back to being pre-diabetic again, which I haven't been in years. So does that mean Nikki's going to have to pick you up for work every day? Like literally pick no. me up. We're going to have to get you a new car. We're going to have to get you one of those vans. Yeah, the wheelchair you're going to need a handy van. <laughs> no. Yeah. You already have a truck. Why wouldn't you go pick them up? I'm selling it today. Oh, no, you're not. I'm getting a <laughs> Prius. <laughs> can't put me in the back of a uh, if there's a car dealership that wants to advertise with 98 Rock and the BS that can provide us with a Sprinter van. <laughs> no. Ooh, the nice ones to a new one. But we need one of those gimmicks with the elevator thing. Yeah. Because none of this, this conversation was a waste of our time. No, so it's none not. of it's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm, I'm calling him this weekend or Monday to, I, what is the, my re-up appointment with But him. you do know when you, if you sign up for this surgery, you're going to have to go on like liquid diets and all these yeah. things before you have it. And yeah, you're going to have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Just letting you know. Okay. But he doesn't want any help. Like, he doesn't, you know, I, tr- I try. You try. I mean, I've tried, but he's going to have to do that, or he's going to really hurt himself. Yeah. We really will need another producer. I think we need to start with executive. Us. Sorry, executive producer. Actually, Thank you. board up. No, they changed it. <laughs> I looked. They changed it. They didn't change anything else about it, but they changed the, the well, literal verbiage. Let's let's take baby still. Let's let Nikki let you and I take control of what we possibly what we know. Let's get the sprinter van. Yeah. All right. Let's just get the sprinter van. It's good to know you have faith in me. And uh I have faith in you, Nelson. Bailey has faith in you. We know Does that at some point you're gonna lose the weight.
One way or another. Why? When I die? I'm just going to hedge my bets and get the Sprinter van. You have faith. I'll I get have faith. This, get to, well, why don't you put that on the license plate of our Sprinter van? I will. Got to have faith. Get a big Gotta mural of George hey, Michael hey, on the side hey. of it. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play with your skin. Oh, oh, oh. No, I can There's wait so that. many bits we can do. Oh, we're going to hide stuff in it for need, sure. Need, need Nelson's belly. <laughs> That's really good, actually. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why Fleet Week may be canceled and Nelson. Can I finish my second one? You think we can make bread out of the yeast? You know what I mean? <laughs> Nelson's going to become really needy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you what famous movie rental is going away. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> A needle in a haystack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Alright, third round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Alright, the government could get in the way of a good time. H5. Fleet Week is one of San Francisco's fall signature events. The Blue Angels take to the skies and military ships fill the bay. But Congress has not passed a funding deal yet, and that could jeopardize next week's scheduled Fleet Week. Yeah, what? I just had a brief stroke. I was going to take a phone call, and I forgot what we were doing. And then, oh, I was just like, what's happening? Then I started thinking about, where are my seats tonight at wrestling? What is happening? And then I was like, just like pointing at yeah. me, and I'm like, what's happening? So is like, your oh, mouth full of something? Doing headlines like, on the radio. Maybe my he bad. can't so Friday. Sorry, my fault. Bad host. <laughs> With the government shutdown looking more likely by today, it's very possible that the San Francisco Fleet Week could be canceled. And if you're saying, what is Fleet Week? It's one of those things that occurs um, with ships that are coming back from deployment within a, a certain period of time. You go to different cities around the U.S. Um, the one that I was a part of was in New York. Over here, it's in San Francisco. And what happens is they pull all the ships into the bay. Um, the sailors get to go out and, you know, explore the city. But the people of the city get to come on. They get to tour the ships. Um, the Air Force does a little flyover show with the with the jets. and It's just really a, a fun, cool thing to do. I'm sure it was. Years past, I would not let anybody from the Bay Area on my ship. I would lock everything up. Yeah, they're going to steal. You're going to have a, a horde of looters. Go on to the, you're going to get back on the ship and you'll be like, where's the steering wheel? Yeah, no, this is the military. I <laughs> promise you it was going to go a whole lot different if anybody tried to come on anybody a, a see ship. see the life vests? And yeah. steal. <laughs> see downtown San Francisco, all these people rolling around with life vests on. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, go ahead, next one. Sadly, there will be no more red envelopes after today, H6. It is the end of an era for Netflix. The company is saying goodbye to those red envelopes at the end of September. Uh, that being today. Today, the last red envelope from Netflix will be sent out if you still do the DVD by mail ordering. That's which crazy. I used to be such a fan of. I can remember like waiting to get my DVD in the mail and ripping it open. Um, the only question I have is the ones they send out today, do they expect you to return them? Because no I way. wouldn't. I definitely keep them. I still have some DVDs now that I kept from Netflix. <laughs> uh, I, look, if you have one, and especially if you get that last red envelope. I wouldn't even open the envelope. Yeah. Yep. Hang on to it. it I mean. What are they going to charge you, 40 bucks? What Netflix, you know, in the red box, right, um, essentially was Columbia House from the 80s. Mm -hmm. 
you know, with music where you do the penny and you get the mm-hmm. album sent to your house and all that kind of stuff. But there's no need for it. I mean, I saw Redbox the other day. I'm like, what is this? The owner of Redbox tried to get Netflix to sell them the DVD, their DVD service, and Netflix said no. Wow. Redbox is still going. Well, you know the story. Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. Oh, and yeah. For I like a penny. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a penny, but it was pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy walks in. He's like, this is stupid. Uh-huh. Nobody's going to do this. Okay. Exactly. God, that guy's probably sitting in fetal, laying in fetal position naked, drinking Jamaican <laughs> Thunderbird you in know the what? corner of his house, crying like a toddler. Absolutely. You know what's interesting about that Redbox is the same company that was running the speed cameras, the speed enforcement cameras in Phoenix, Arizona, is the company that made Redbox. And they let their contracts with the city and state of Arizona lapse because they were making so much money on Redbox. No, I, I don't have to. Do me a favor. Can we get Jeff and have him call back? I don't have time to take him. Right. He has something on your weight loss thing. Though. Okay. But All right, got, Jeff. I see you. We got to. We got to get in a break. We got to come back. We got a keyword for you. Our last for the uh, trip to Hawaii to go to Disney. I see he hangs up. Our last blue envelope. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? I said our last blue envelope. Right? Isn't no, Disney's what did colors you blue? say? I said bitch. I know. No. I said envelope. That's all I heard was envelope bitch. Right. I was like, what, is, what are you saying? These envelope bitches out here. Nelson and I are simpatico. We we just can finish each other's sentences. It's not good sentence structure. Nope. I was so confused. Nobody said it would be. But, you know, it's, it's like Mad Libs with idiots. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> and then three-time Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers, my good friend Randy Cross, the guy that gave Joe Montana the ball. He was the center for many, many years until he moved positions. Uh, we'll join the program here at the top of the hour as well. Hang on. 98 Rock, sending you to a tropical paradise at Disney's Alani Resort. All right, here it is. This is our final tropical keyword for us. You yep. still have... One, two, three, four more opportunities later today. 11, one, three, and five. But for our final keyword for you for this trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort, surf. Yeah, well, that was quick. Oh, that was an anticlimactic finish. I know. <laughs> I don't have. A, I don't have a symbol crash. Well, you said surf. Oh, I was still drumming. Pulled down the thing real quick. It was not that exciting. I need to get a symbol crash. I swear, I think it's the 9 o'clock hour. Nelson just tanks the show. Yesterday with Pat Martin, now with Surf. I stand behind the Pat Martin thing. Surf, S-U-R-F. Take that word and go to 98 Rock's website, krxq.net, krxq.net, and enter for your chance to win this amazing, amazing getaway. Round-trip airfare, thanks to Southwest Airlines. Voucher for four, round-trip ground transportation, room accommodations there at the beautiful... Disney's Alani Resort, four nights there with you and three friends or family members. They might not be your friends, but still three other people. Uh, $200 resort credit on the way. And again, I don't need to sell you on this. We've been doing it for two weeks. But the 98 Rock social media, Nikki D's social media, our show's social media at Listen to the BS, uh, all has amazing reels and pictures that Nikki's been doing yep. to show her time there at Disney's Alani Resort. All right. It's the BS. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. There's Nelson and Kyle on the other side of the glass. Let's welcome to the program a very dear friend of mine. I've been waiting. I don't know what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting to have him on. I figure the audience will love a former San Francisco 49er, three Pro Bowls, three-time Super Bowl champ, 81, what, 84, 88? 
think those are the years. College Football Hall of Fame, UCLA guy. It is the one, the only, the big and fluffy, Randy Cross. How are you, Randy? <laughs> I'm doing good, Jason. Thanks, man. Actually, I appreciate it. Actually, you're not big and fluffy anymore. You lost all that weight. You look great. Yeah, yeah, I'm down to about, about 230, 235. So I'm uh, not quite, I'm about a half an offensive lineman now. Yeah, I was going to say, and all that meat you're cooking out there on the grill and still uh, staying in such <laughs> great shape. So isn't this odd? So for, for those, you know, let me just give a little backstory. Randy and I worked together when I did a year of sports talk radio. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. It was the worst year of my life. The only thing good that came out of it is my friendship with Randy, his wife Patrice, and his family. And we've stayed friends ever since. And uh, now I go and kind of follow in your footsteps, not as a you know legend for the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> but come over to your neck of the woods here in Sacramento, and we can talk San Francisco 49ers football, and people are going to absolutely love it. So, with that being said, Randy, you must be very, very happy with your former team so far this year. Oh, got to be. Got to be. And I think part of that, maybe I've got the perspective of not only playing on some really great teams, but also playing on some pretty crappy ones. Mm-hmm. So, when they get good, it's, you know, hey, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if that's part of the DNA of a fan in general especially when it comes to social media because it's just crazy what listening and, and reading and seeing the stuff that goes on, um, especially around Brock Purdy. It was like, dude, relax. The guy is, hasn't lost a game, really, yeah. <laughs> that he started and finished. Um, he's highly unusual. I guess it's it's hard to you know, say, well, it's a trade-off when you look at you know him being the last guy, Mr. Irrelevant, in a draft. And then the guy that he really kind of beats out is the guy that you gave up a king's ransom for to draft. <laughs> right. But it's a push. Yeah. So, you know, deal with it. Move on. Are, are we I, – I am. Are you – I'm Team Purdy. I've, I liked him when he went in. Just because, you know me, I'm all about the story. And as you just set up, it's all about the story. But he's also a great football player. You know, and sometimes, you know, the, the, the guys in the draft room, they don't always get it right. You know, nowadays, probably with their computers, they obviously missed the mark on Brock Purdy uh, with being Mr. Irrelevant. But what you see from your perspective, he can do great things down the road, yeah? Well, he, he sees things, and that's something that's crazy. He's, he's going to have to scramble. Yeah, it, it, sometimes it breaks down. Sometimes you're moving people around, and you've got to avoid people. But his ability to find the guys, you know, whoever it is, whether it's, you know, it's Debo or, you know, it's, it's a running back or it's Kittle or it's Ayuk or whoever um, you have faith in there, or you should have faith in the guy that he's got that ability to run to pass. And there's not enough guys in the league that a lot of guys can run. And there's a lot of guys that can just sit in the pocket and throw. There's just not many guys that once they get out of the pocket, uh, can can pass and and do it really effectively, and everybody adjusts to him. I mean, Mahomes can do it, and Herbert can do it, and there's there's a handful of guys. But you know, I think Purdy's Purdy's on his way. Let's put it that way. Is there any uh, Randy? Is there any like piece of him that's like maybe playing with a chip on his shoulder because he was Mister Irrelevant? Like he has something to prove, or do you think that's even a part of like his his psyche as a an NFL quarterback? Well, it's got to be. I mean, that's he's only human. I mean, <laughs> so they, he was overlooked. He was, and, but he hasn't, he doesn't dwell on it. He's over it. It's done. It's, 
It's his job. It's his football team. And, you know, you only have to look at places that are dysfunctional, you know, like the Jets and like some other teams that are now looking at these guys they've drafted early and said, hey, this ain't working out. You know, what would you like? Would you rather he played like Justin Fields? Yeah. Would you rather he play, you know, go down with Zach Wilson? Um, no. So, yeah, it's uh, – well, the, the, I think it's a, it's a huge it's a huge bonus, and just got to sit back and enjoy it. Well, the big problem I think with these quarterbacks that you see that are that are turning out to be busts, it's not all their fault, is because they you know these teams want to take advantage of that rookie contract before they have to pay them, and there's no more of that sitting behind a guy. You know, at least Purdy got some years behind uh, Garoppolo just to see how it works. You know, or at least sometime. I don't know how much time, mm-hmm. but sometime. Well, you throw them in there, you know, into the fire and expect them to be, you know, the, the, there's an anomaly like with the Andrew Lux of the world uh, that just aren't going to happen very often. But the day and age, like I, who did Montana, did, who did he ever sit behind? Did he ever sit behind somebody? Uh, yeah, Steve DeBerg. Oh, Steve DeBerg. Who, okay. Who, who passing wise was, was really, really good. He didn't, he didn't have much movement. But yeah, and it was, it was obvious between those two guys. Steve was good. He went on to play in Dallas and Kansas City and Tampa Bay and some other places and play really well. But, you know, he wasn't Joe Montana. And it was pretty obvious running that offense that, you know, Joe had some unbelievable skills, not tight, not completely unlike what Brock Purdy can do, that kind of intangible he's got. And you just don't see it that often. And Steve Young's out behind Montana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so watch it. watching is not bad. It's just not many people do have the uh, – the luxury of observing somebody else. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything with this current setup with uh, either with Shanahan and his crew or the defense or the offense of today's San Francisco 49ers that you see in the dynasty days when you were with the team? Um, yeah. I mean, the great talent, I think that's very similar. I think the front office, the smartest thing that the York family has done in the last decade or two was signing, you know, both Lynch and Shanahan, sort of tying him at the hip initially to a long-term deal, like a six-year deal, and then keeping on extending it and keeping them together. They know what they're doing. They've proven they know what they're doing. Look at the look at the roster. Look at the way that team plays. Um, has it finished like they'd like? No. You know, did they get did they get there once and didn't finish the deal? Yes. Um, it's just strange to, you know, the last two times they've gotten in a Super Bowl, they, they haven't come out on the, on the positive end. And they've had some issues when it comes to the playoffs and with some other teams. But, you know, that's just kind of the way it goes. You're, you're built right now for an extended run. With a quarterback currently, it's not costing you anything. Right. So you got to take advantage of that and sign the guys you can sign and, and get that whole thing going. But I think they've done a fantastic job securing the front office part and the coaching staff, you know, around that much talent. So in your professional opinion, this is coming just for the soundbite, Randy Cross's professional opinion. (laughs) Who's making who? Is Travis Kelsey making Taylor Swift or is Taylor Swift making Travis Kelsey? (laughs) Oh, gee, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't think there's really much comparison. Um, with sort of the juice that Taylor has social media-wise and just in general. <laughs> Travis, Travis is just some big dope tight end. I mean, let's be honest. He's, his best-case scenario in this deal is that 
the lyrics aren't too biting when she gets around to writing the song about him <laughs> blowing his chance. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that, that's where that's where he's smart and people aren't picking out that. You know, I mean, he's still got a, a few more years left in the league. He, you know, he's got a he's got a lot of juice left in the tank, but he's not a rookie, so he can. And he's made his money. So if they do break up and he gets sad and depressed and there's a hit song about how they broke up, he can retire a happy, wealthy man. <laughs> that's why you don't yeah, pretty much. That's why you don't date a Taylor Swift in your rookie years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did did yeah. you did you yeah. did you have anybody on uh the dynasty years of the 49ers that was dating a celebrity? Um kind of sorta. You know, it's a it's back in the old days. Remember the um the six million dollar man and sure. I can't, I can't remember the follow up series with Lee Majors, but there was a, a young young lady named Heather Thomas. Yeah, sure. Um and Joe briefly dated her. And Dwight Clark ended up marrying Miss Universe. Really? So that was that was a pretty that was a pretty close analogy well, from that regard. In a non-social world at that time, social media world, I should say. Uh, I'm but, sorry, he didn't, he didn't bury her; he dated her. Was there was there any attention brought on either any of those celebrities dating ball players or anyone else from any other team? Not really. I mean, it was it was kind of a big deal, but it was you know we, we there's a different era. I mean, heck. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't live. You didn't live your life in fear of where you were going to show up from somebody with a cell phone. Mm. You know, posting a, posting a video of you doing something stupid. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot right. of us out there that were lucky enough not have not to have all that preserved. <laughs> yeah, I think we would probably have a different view of a lot of people. Definitely ball players back in the day if social media was around yes. and existed. Oh, right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know one thing. I don't want to have any part of the security nightmare at MetLife Stadium if Taylor Swift shows up for the Jets Kansas City game. All right. Uh, yeah, which she's supposed to. I mean, that's 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 a bigger story than the game itself. Like, you've got some pretty good games this week. You know. Uh, I mean, I know we really haven't. Talk, I mean, we're not a sports show, so I'm not going to dig into the 49ers game at home against Arizona. I don't think there's much to discuss there. I think it's going to be a, over by, you know, the middle of the second quarter. I don't know. They might show up like they did last week. Who knows? But uh, I'm talking about Arizona. But yeah. uh, that's the biggest story in the NFL, which is great for the game, right? It's good for the game to bring outside attention because that's what the Super Bowl halftime show is, is to bring outside eyes to the game. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and the fun part of it is it's, it's basically a, a voyeur's delight. You know, you if if you like to live vicariously through other people, mm-hmm. um, this is like the the Super Bowl from that regard. I mean, <laughs> the whole dynamic in general. You know, whether it was Walter Payton's son and the chest bumps and uh, Travis Kelsey's mom, kind of. You know, I I don't know how she felt, but just sort of looking at the vibe, she was a little skeptical of the situation, <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's it's a lot of fun. It's great for the game. It's fantastic, I think, for the individuals. It's just sort of, you know, it's the definition of it is what it is because it's a little superficial, and it's not real important. But man, are people having fun with this stuff? If uh, those of you who are listening would like to hear a really really good podcast, Randy Cross's podcast, RandyCross.com, dot com is phenomenal. And you can play a game within a game because it's video. You can try to figure out everything on the wall behind him when he does <laughs> the podcast. 
Oh, there's should, a lot of stuff back there. Yeah, you should do a you should give away a, like a an autograph uh, an autograph every week if somebody can find and you just point out whatever it might be <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find the find the picture of me and Warren Buffett. There you go. Oh, nice. All right. Well, uh, Patrice's sister lives out here, right? Didn't you say that before I moved? Um, she, uh, her sister-in-law, her brother, her brother lives in the Sacramento area. All right. Well, come out here. They come live visit. By, they live out by Folsom Lake. Yeah. Come visit, please. I got a room for you guys. You can stay. I love it. Yeah. All right, brother. I love you. Thanks for coming All on. Right, I love it too. All right. Give my best Thanks. to the family. We'll talk soon. Okay. I will, man. Talk right, to you. Take care. Bye-bye. Randy Cross. RandyCross.com. I feel like I'm still talking to him. He was on the phone, but I'm looking at his podcast and it's got him like. <laughs> Just up on your screen. Face mode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to wait till Monday to tell the story, but Nikki really wants to hear who it is. I really want to hear. <laughs> you got to hear. And now Nelson knows. I really want to know. Yeah, Why because it, Nelson I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but since you're so interested, maybe somebody else will find it funny or they will. a big deal. Because uh, I don't normally do this. Like, I don't name drop. I to get. I, de- I don't. I don't. I try not to name drop on the radio. I know it comes across like that sometimes, but I'm just friends with certain people, mm-hmm. and it's tough for the radio dude because you sound like an arrogant putz. But I definitely, definitely don't name drop to get something. No, you don't have. I've never seen you. Well, do that. now you can't say that, can you? Well, I'll let you guys decide. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it makes me think I didn't. I'd like to justify it by saying uh, I didn't. Okay, we'll see. Oh, my God, I got to see how you weasel your way out of this. So I'll tell you the story. Okay. <laughs> it happened last night. Okay. And it was a process. It was like an hour-plus process. That's a long time. Yes. I'll tell you who I name-dropped and for what. Okay. And why. And why. Because that's a big deal. Yes. Right. Why. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Man, they got a spread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to retire. We're going to get a spread like that. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, man. i have fixings. I've worked a couple different places, and I have never seen such sweetness from individuals for other individuals. Like for mm-hmm. today, I mean, today is is a is a very happy yet sad moment because the the great Pat Martin is is retiring. Uh, and I, if you did not listen to Pat on 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 the last time on ninety eight Rock yesterday, we had him on. Uh, please go to the Odyssey app or the Bailey Show dot com and get the podcast and, and listen to it again because it, it was really sweet and it was great and an honor just to be around the guy just as for a short period of time he embraced mm-hmm. us from day one and um you know I, I'm just I get I get mushy and gushy when it comes to people that have been in this business longer than I have and I have mad respect for him but uh, you know like Kim who you know pretty much runs this joint right she's she's the brains behind the operation. And she uh, she goes all out. She gets the balloons. We all got T-shirts, Pat F. and Martin. And uh, there's a, a breakfast spread out I there. I helped blow those balloons up, too. Well, good for you. Thank you. You know, I mean, that would have been a great opportunity to humble yourself and just let Kim take all the uh-huh. credit. I was just I thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was like, wow. You've got a egg all over your face there. Yeah, but I'm not eating it. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's how you diet. You, let, you said you don't let, eat on the air. Let, let your beard filter the food and not let it get into your mouth. You are a smart man, smarter than most. All right, so you want to hear this story? I do want to hear this story. I don't know why you want to hear this story so bad. Because I was going to like, I was a throwaway. I was going to say on the paper, it's like, what? He did what? So uh, I, I, I don't actually despise name dropping for gain. I think it's it's silly. It's sick. Because mm-hmm. it's always, oh, my good friend. And they're not really your good friend. It's and always mo- trying to get into a club or something. And most of the time, the people that do that, they can never deliver. 
you know, whatever they promise them or whatever they say is a, is, is a lie. So uh, my wife and I had made plans prior just in our heads. I hadn't booked anything. I hadn't booked travel yet to head out to Vegas October 13th. We're going out there to go see Shine Down and Papa Roach. There right. was Spirit Box. Never seen Spirit Box. But, you know, I know Brent, and you guys know that name drop, right? I know Jacoby, local here. It's cool. I'm going out there. We love Vegas. Now that we live in Sacramento, this is cool because it's a, literally an hour plane ride. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting for us. Plus, I can't find my game anywhere around here, so I get to go out there and play Mississippi Stud just for a weekend, in and out trip. Right. Usually, I will book the rooms before. Now, anybody that knows if you gamble, especially with a certain property like a Caesars or a, you know, an Aria or any of those Vegas, you get rooms, promo rooms, free rooms. Right? Okay, I didn't know that. Yes, and it's yeah. it's pretty easy to get those. All you got to do is play a bunch of slot machines. Like my wife is a higher tier than I do, even though I spend more money, mm-hmm. but she's in those damn slot machines and you get tons of points because the probability is a lot lower to win. Right. So they're just sucking your money up. Anyway, whatever. That's what we do. That's our thing. So usually I book the room first just in case they don't have rooms and I can't go. But I'm like, there's Vegas always has rooms. It's lost freaking Vegas. Right. So I booked travel first and the the tickets were more expensive than I thought they were going to be. Weren't they? Just thinking, oh, it's only an hour flight. Tickets won't be that much. I thought they were going to be like 100 bucks a piece. No, 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 no. Mine were almost 400 Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. times that by two. Yep. So I'm like, geez, now I'm already in the hole. So now I'm thinking, well, I better win this much money back just to just, to, just to break even, right? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got the airfare. Out. That, that stung. I didn't want to do that. But it, I got it done. It's good. Now let me call and get my promo rooms. So I have mm-hmm. both of our numbers from our card, and usually I'll say, well, why don't you put them together? But hers, I know she has, she's like a diamond plus. She's going to have a, tire, a higher tier. So I wanted to stay at Caesars. Mm-hmm. We've never stayed at Caesars. We usually stay, oh, at, we usually stay at Paris. It's beautiful. And Yeah, well, I've been there. I've just never stayed there. So I, I call up, and I said, yeah, I'd like to book some promo rooms. I go through the whole thing. She says, oh, sir, I don't have any rooms available. I said, What? It's Las Vegas. What do you mean I don't have any rooms available? And they've tried to pull this with me before, so mm-hmm. I know how to get around it. Like, I know you da, 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 da. She's like, no, 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 you don't understand. We don't have any rooms available. Now, if you want, I can give them to you for Friday night, $750, and Saturday night, $550. Huh? $750. Whoa. Yeah. I've never, you don't pay for rooms when you go to Vegas. If you gamble, you don't pay for rooms. You just don't. Everybody knows that. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I go, what about any other property? No, none, zero. I go, why? Well, this is what she says. Uh-huh. And at the at the same time, I'm texting my best friend who lives out there. I'm like, dude, I'm staying with you, which I was trying to avoid because <laughs> I didn't want to inconvenience him. And he's like, yeah, that's fine, but he's not on the strip. You know, I'm going to have to drive in and out, which uh-huh. I don't like. I like walking out of the hotel and being on the strip. Right, I like that vibe. There. And so uh, she goes, well, now that Vegas has adopted all these sports teams, like the Raiders and the Knights, the Golden Knights, and, you know, they have a NASCAR event. They have this damn Formula One stuff that our boss has got the biggest boner for. I, can't, I don't get it. You know, but there's people that come from all over the world for these events. Oh, so that's why they're booked up. And they're, it is race weekend then? It, like like the next, NASCAR fills Vegas. Like the next two, three, four weeks is like this. I'm like, this is ridiculous. She goes, you can try your host. You don't have a host. Your wife has a host. <laughs> oh. That's that diamond status gets you. I've never dealt with a host before, so I don't know. I'm like, sounds like a big to-do. Baller uh-huh. status. So she goes, here's his name, very Italian name. Mm-hmm. And here's his phone number, but he's not in, so you can leave a message. Fine. So I call this guy. He picks up. Ooh. 
And I said, uh, yeah, he goes, you know, what do you want? Where do you want to go? Where do we want to stay? Where do we want to do? What are we doing over what here? What are we doing? You know, that kind of thing. I'm like, all right, I already love this guy. I love New Yorkers. And uh, so we started booking it and booking it. And I was like, like yo, you know, I can't find anything either, man. This is it's race week. You know, I don't know what we're going to do. We've got to figure something out. You know, and it's not like Ronnie Dangerfield. <laughs> so I, I dropped a name of somebody that I'm an acquaintance of uh-huh. that used to work there that used to also work in the wrestling business and now back in the wrestling business. And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 I know him. I know him, but I, I didn't know him, but I knew I knew he worked here. I walked by him a couple of times. I'm a big wrestling fan, big mm-hmm. wrestling fan. And he just starts, and you can tell he's a big wrestling fan because everything else in the world stopped and he just started talking wrestling. Okay. Boom, got him. I was like, oh, that's crazy, man. I was like, you know, I'm out there occasionally for some wrestling. So I got engaged there actually. Ten years. One of you know, one of my best friends is is Bubba Ray Dudley from the oh. Dudley. <laughs> oh no, Get him with the Bubba Ray. Oh, you, I knew he was gonna say that. You, oh no way, you know Bubba. Oh, he hung up on me once. He's over the, the radio, show, the busted open radio show. He's like, I called up there. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this guy. Yeah, I know this. Guy. Oh no way, man. I'm like, oh, I'm that guy right now. I am that guy. I said, I tell you what, man. I can get you like. Uh, you take care of me. I get you an autograph, and next time they're out there, I'll fly out there and I'll take you to a show. Ooh. Oh, look at this! And uh, yeah, hold on, we can work something. We can get something here going here. Get something. I got you this. I got you. I got you in. I got you in. We're good. <laughs> Just like that. All of a that sudden, is the room's crazy. available. So hold on, hold on. So now I'm that douchebag that's name dropped right for my own gain. And but I've got to follow through. You've promised not only on top of the name drop, you have now promised something two from things. the dropped name. Two right. things, not one thing, two things. So I text, I text Mark, and I was like, "Dude, I apologize, or Bubba, I text. I'm, I'm sorry in advance, uh, but I need a favor." <laughs> Laughy face. He texts me back. Laughy New phone. Face. Who does? He, no, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, "What did you do?" Right. And I go. Bro, I'm sorry. I had to because I, I needed a room in Vegas. I had to drop your name. I'll, I'll Venmo you shipping. Can you send me an autograph? Something. <laughs> He's like, what do you want me to send you? I said, I don't know. Do you have pictures of yourself? I don't know. Something. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'll send you an 8 by 10 I said, all right, cool. He goes, also, we'll be out there in January, uh, which was perfect. I said, he needs to bring send my action figure, too. Yeah, yeah he needs to bring you your action figure. Yes, right. And he goes, so why don't you just bring him out to a show? And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> Because you were going to ask that anyway. You know what I mean? Luckily, Bubba was just ahead of it. He's, well, why don't you bring him out for a show? Oh, God. Perfect. Thank you so much. (laughs) So glad this was your idea. So now I owe him. So for those that are listening, wrestling fan or not, if Bubba's on a lot for no reason, (laughs) that's just me paying back what he did for me. Literally, I have no celebrity juice whatsoever uh-uh. because I'm not one. The only thing I can offer is some airtime. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you know what? You said you were going to tell us how you may not have name drop, whatever, whatever. In this instance, it's not what I thought you were going to say it was. So I don't think you were wrong in how you oh, did it. Man. Not at all. Because now y'all just having casual conversations and you simply named somebody that you do know. You know, Nikki, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think, not a, t- a name drop for game. Okay. I, I'm not going to go with that you, this time. It just would you it, pay her? It was he didn't pay me. Would you pay her? It was, I had to hear the story. It was really me just trying to help out a total stranger with his wrestling fantasy. Right, and it to ended save, up paying off for you in the end. To save twelve hundred dollars. But see, I I can't do all these things if I don't get out there, and I need a place to sleep. So. <laughs> 
He gave me he gave me a bed. Right. You didn't go up to a wrestling event and name drop for, for game. You were just talking to a dude that schedules things. Thank you. So yeah, no. So smart. Yeah. I'm so glad I work with you. Aren't you though? Isn't she great? Oh yeah, she's great. I wanna know what her I wanna know what she's trying to gain from this. I'm not trying to gain anything. I had to hear the story, and once I heard the story, I realized, like, no, 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 it's not what I thought it was. It's all Her name dropping she and does, all that. She does have a little Woodrow Wilson for Bubba. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, she. No, 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 no. We are acquaintances. He's a funny guy, and he promised me an action figure. I just want my action figure. But you'd ride him like a plastic Walmart outside Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> He's big, and he has lots of muscles. I so, like yes, that. is the oh, answer to that. As soon as it goes muscles, <laughs> yeah. you know the lady's in. Yep. Yeah. That makes more, that tracks more. If it was, you know, I appreciate his fitness and he's in really good shape, but it's the cute muscles. Uh-huh. And he has edge. Like, he has he has an edge I like. Yeah. All right, next. No, Headlines. we can pull the music down and you no, just we don't keep, have continue to. to listen to Pine <laughs> over Bubba Ray Dudley. Look, I disagree with you. I know, I know, I know, and I'm sorry. Okay. Sometimes yeah, I get out of sorts. Sheesh. Tell on me too quick. You're right, I'm on. Get back on my side here. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. What side do you want me to be on? Because you know Bubba's going to be on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) You just cannot help yourself. You cannot help yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he gets. Oh, that's what you're going to get the whip out. Yeah. Bubba. (laughs) (laughs) He could take it, though. I watched him bleed. (laughs) He could take it. Instead right. of Devon get the tables, it's Nikki get the condoms. <laughs> <laughs> the handcuffs. Oh. oh. Come on, I got to do here. Yep, fourth and final round. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who the IRS is going after now and what criminal, Lord, what animal bit a man over 40 times. You really mixed up criminal and animal? Well, she's I, thinking my- about Bubba biting her. <laughs> Like yeah, right. handcuffs and criminals and making me an animal. Rare. 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 I said handcuffs is in my head. Rare. All your fault. Mm. The D stands for down dog. Stands Rock. for delicious. Nikki delicious. That'd be your wrestling name. All right. For the final round of headlines, two big stories from today. We're just being goofy uh, on a Friday. We'll get you that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. <laughs> we got news. news, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Fourth and final round of headlines. Go ahead, Nikki D. The IRS is coming after you ticket scalpers. H7. Anyone who cashed in big reselling their concert tickets may owe the IRS some money now. Yes. Feel good about that because you mixed it down. I did. I did. (laughs) I was like, what did I hit? I got to hit the wrong button. Look, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, those are some of the biggest concert sales of this year. And there's a new rule for the 1099K form that says those who unloaded tickets on StubHub or Ticketmaster and sold them for more than $600, the IRS is sending you out a form and they are taxing those. Wow, really? Yep. So you can look at it two ways. It's just another thing the IRS is taking from you or justice for those who paid thousands of dollars to those ticket scalpers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's only a matter of time, right? Yep. That's how it works. Anytime something starts to make money and the government's not getting a cut. They want their cut. They want their cut. Five friends, that's their whole business. Sure. Really? Scalping tickets. Yeah. I've got a few like that as well. It's crazy. They'll go, they'll, when they know something big's going, they'll go like to that box office 
and they'll go and buy things out, or they'll have several of their friends. Uh, they've got bots and stuff now that, mm. that run the stuff up, and then they go and resell it all. And there's they've got inside people that can exactly do. I mean, it's a it, if if somebody's a documentarian and wants to do a really interesting documentary, uh-huh. somebody should do it on the ticket business. Yes, the ticket business is extreme can be extremely dark and very underground and very unfair. Yes. You know, just for the every average day diehard fan of somebody, mm-hmm. it, it, look at it this way. You know, we're just talking about buying a plane ticket. Yep. You buy a plane ticket and you wonder why you can't get a certain ticket is because there are people that have precedence over you. Yep. That can automatically get into it. I mean, it's it's part of the game. It's a, it's a in a world that we're all equal. We're not. We're not equal. Not even close. There's levels to this. Not, we are on the back end of all of it. <laughs> all right. Second story. If an otter turns up in your backyard, run. H eight. He grabbed me by in between the index finger and the thumb, and he latched on, and he wouldn't let go. So I grabbed him by the throat with my left hand, and I said. Rabbit animal, I got to kill him. Spit that, it out, Junior. Damn. Is that the guy you got your uh, room from in Vegas? <laughs> Doesn't it sound like him? That's a Florida yeah. man. He was in his backyard, 74 years old, by the way, feeding some geese and ducks that's in a pond near his yard. He looks up because he notices all the birds fly away, which, by the way, before I forget, a bird flew into me this morning when I walked out to my car. Weird. Big so, bird, small bird? A small bird. Yeah, they like, got those little small right birds. right into the side of my head. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm going to tell y'all when I came back. Are you okay? I'm all right. Okay. It was just weird. It's never happened to me before. So he noticed the birds flew away. He looks up. He sees an otter. You see an otter, you think, oh, my God, it's so cute. Uh-huh. No, no, no. This otter was rabbit. And within seconds, he was on him before he could even get back in his yard and close his gate. Like, and how did he know it had rabies? He okay. didn't know. He just knew it was odd to see an otter. So oh, okay. he said he started backing up and going back to his yard just because otters aren't apparently where he lived. Yeah, they're dangerous. And uh, it bit way. him 41 times. So it attacked him. It attacked a, a neighborhood dog. And it was getting ready to attack wow. this uh, man. But he took a recycling bin and threw it over the top of it. Rabies will kill it. you. Yeah. Like, there's only been, like, one or two people on record who have survived rabies. Well, this man survived it. Well, well because you could, you get to it with, a, with the basically a vaccine before rabies takes hold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you have rabies, you will die. Well, you see, uh, you see these people like going in lakes and, and rafting and stuff, and these otters start to attack them. I'm telling you, dude, there's like a, like a an animal council, and they're just yeah. pissed off because we, we keep building homes in their house and where they live, uh-huh. and they get together and they're like, "All right, it's time. Let's start, cue the otters. <laughs> Send in the otters. The otters. Look it's at the, these the bears. The bears and the otters are the first wave. The sharks, bears, and otters. <laughs> All right, we'll send them in. Nobody's going to expect the otter." We'll come up on their six with a shark. Right. And then we'll flank them with a bear. The bears are totally not afraid no more. They're coming in your house. Well, all right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Anything on the text machine? Same number, 916-909-0985. Excited to get out for a weekend. Maybe you got some weekend plans you'd like to share. We're all ears. Uh, and uh, we can do that. If not, roll some credits. Get out of here for Friday. Give us a minute here. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle, thank you very much for helping out once again. A few things before we get out. Uh, get to you, Jeff, here in just a minute. I just, um, in the hallway, you know, there's a big party out there for our friend Pat Martin as he uh, gets ready to go into retirement. So I guess officially 
It is. I heard his last words on uh, on the air over there at the Eagle. And I was standing next to the radio outside of our studio, glued to every word that man was saying. And uh, wow, I mean, that's 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 a that's a pro right there. It is. I was standing down on the other end where his wife was. That's just, I mean, the (sighs) the ultimate professional. And I'm so honored that uh, we got to know him for the short time that we've been here. And him embracing us means more to us to me than he'll ever know. I just, I, like I said earlier, I just had to get this ushy gushy for those that have been in this business as long as he has and has done it as well as he has and has been as successful as he has. I mean, I, I know for the most part, I know, you know, the history behind 98 Rock and, you know, the frequency changes and the different personalities. And, you know, I've got mad respect for everybody. That's just how it is. I mean, unfortunately, in our business, the, the more that it goes along, the more people, you know, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they just don't get it. And this radio station that has entertained many of you uh, for many, many years is because of that man, mm-hmm. you know, going back you know, 35 years ago. You know, that guy took this radio station, put it on his shoulders and, and carried it across mud. He did. You know, so uh, I get it. You know, I, I'm trust me, I'm not the radio guy that comes to town that brags about how good I am and how everybody else sucks because mm-hmm. that's not how it works or it shouldn't work like that. So uh, Pat Martin will always be a part of this radio station. Pat Martin will always be our friend and is always welcome to come on this program anytime. I don't care if he gets into the flower business and wants to talk about rose petals. Right. <laughs> the man can come on. <laughs> he has got carte blanche. So thank you to Pat Martin. And if you get a chance, you know, shoot him a nice message on social media uh, over the weekend. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. All right, quickly, Jeff in Yuba City, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, sir. Uh, so you earlier we were talking about Nelson uh, probably going to get this weight loss surgery for all these different reasons. And have you had it before? No, I, no, I have not. Okay. Um, I would, I would like to say one thing though. Congratulations to Pat Martin. I grew up listening to him. Yeah. Uh, an amazing DJ. But what I was about, what I was trying to get across was how. People hold the BMI as like a gold standard, mm-hmm. you know, a blanket standard. Well, in all reality, some people are bigger boned than other people. <laughs> My bones ain't that big. Well, he's, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this before yeah. because he's right. You know, if you're going off the chart, which was done over a hundred years ago, and it's old. And right. it's old. It's 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 so archaic. It it doesn't make sense. So it's just it's another Nelson yeah. excuse. That's all it is. There's well, I'm not trying to make excuses. I got I'm it from not a you. doctor. It's Nelson from a doctor. <laughs> By the way, Doctor Pepper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's Mr. Piv, actually. He didn't get his doctor. No, I, I know what you're saying, Jeff. Because probably what are you a big guy? You go in there, they say you're you're overweight, and you're like, I'm not overweight. Right. I'm just a big dude. Yes, I'm five foot six. Mm-hmm. I weigh two forty. And what happened recently is I broke my humerus, which was not wow. so funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got it. Um, and my orthopedic surgeon told me that I shouldn't look at the BMI as 
the the gold standard for everyone because my bones are thicker than most, many other people. <laughs> Hello, know, my name is Jeff from Yuba <laughs> City, and my bones are thicker. Than, hey, brother, I get right. it. I, I, I get my it. My humerus is larger right. than most right. other people. I got. It. <laughs> okay. Look, we we got to run, but I get it, and I appreciate it. I'm sure Nelson appreciates it, and maybe yeah. you know you'll get him thinking that he could do this without the surgery. I don't know. Look, I got to run. Have a good weekend. I mean, and we appreciate you I listening. Still have a six, I still have a six-pack. It's just hidden behind the keg of my oh, belly. There we go. There we, this is Jeff guy's full. He's yeah, yeah, got fingers. He needs to get them out for right. Friday. <laughs> uh, lots to do this weekend. WWE tonight. If you're going to the Golden One Center, I'll be out there, and I'll see you maybe uh, tomorrow. i got friends when the band released The Mantis. Uh, we'll be going to Mara's Brewing Company, El Dorado Hills. Not been there before. So that's tomorrow been. evening. You guys are more than welcome. Doing Apple Hill. Is that what we're called? Yeah, Apple Hill. Apple Hill. I got a lot going on this weekend. Yeah, you do. You guys That's are more than welcome. I asked, I asked Nelson, like, you want to go out? You want to come with me? Let's do some stuff. Get out of the house. We were going to go to Apple Hill tomorrow, too, but I have decided that I'm probably not going to do anything because I got a long week next Yeah, week. and then she got, and once I got out of Apple Hill with her, I'm not going to sign up for Apple Hill with you. I didn't want to go to, what'd you call it? An orchid. She said, go walk through the orchid. I don't want to do I don't want to do that. The orchid, the, the, orch- orchid. the orchids, yeah, a lot of flowers there. A lot you of should want to go walk. The yeah, well, here's the no. thing, <laughs> because I get it. I'm walking the orchids. Okay, okay. <laughs> but because you're not doing it, he's not going to do it. You know why? Why? Because he doesn't have anybody there to pay for stuff. Right. <laughs> but I will tell you, I will pick up your tab. <laughs> you buy me a bushel of apples at the orchids. I love it. All right. I'll get you a little first grade pencil at the shop before we leave. <laughs> so whatever you need. All right. You got anything, Nikki, before we get out? Happy retirement to Pat and his family. Yeah. Nelson? Damn, I was going to say something like selfish, but then she said something cool like that, so I'm just going to shut up. Well, you can say the same thing. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Happy, re- happy retirement, Pat. I love you. He said I love you back to me yesterday. I felt so good. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, look. I did. I told people about it. Have yourself a great, safe weekend. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to be doing some drinking, understand, I get it. But if you've had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that, and I don't want to see it happen to you. All right. More keywords for the trip to Hawaii. This is the final day to get that. Stay at Disney's Alani Resort. Keep listening for Mickey here in a minute. We'll talk to you Monday at 6 if all goes well. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.